All right, hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Stevens being a smart aleck, uh, as we were, we were leading in. He would never. Uh, but yeah, we're finally back to 100. It's, it feels like we haven't played in forever. Uh, schedules have... Uh, schedules kind of got in the way, holidays, etc., etc. But we're finally back for the what we're calling the penultimate episode. Is that Stevens' favorite word? Uh, the penultimate episode of our, our Into the Dusk Chronicle uh at least season one i i don't know i want to come back uh if if not to hunter then definitely to werewolf or hunter again or something because i I really like the the little universe we're making so we'll be back again at some point uh but uh, we got two more episodes and then uh then we got aaron's gonna gonna jump into the to the gm seat and it's gonna run something else for us Um, (laughs) (laughs) we're getting some conan uh on the channel and that'll be in february 10th i think I think that's the date. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we got a bunch of new games starting over the next month or two. Uh, next week, Steven's starting up Forbidden Lands. I'm starting up Blade Runner. Week after that, I'm starting up Horror on the Orient Express for Call of Cthulhu. And then next month, we're doing Conan. Yeah, there's a lot of new stuff coming down. So it's, uh, it's, it's very fun. It's all coming at once. And I don't have to do all the GMing. So it's great. Uh, it's awesome. But uh, but tonight, though, we are playing Hunter. We are continuing our chronicle. We are nearing the end. We'll see who gets out. We ended on one hell of a bang uh, the last time we played, uh, and we'll see how much everyone remembers. Uh, but why don't we go ahead and do an intro, figure out who everybody is. It's been a while since we played, so let's just sort of go back through it. Tell us who you are, uh, all that kind of good stuff. So we'll start uh, with Mr. Alvin Tao. So, so long, tell us about Alvin. Yes, the judo master is back at it again. His ambition is to elevate it as much as he can. He's got a bachelor's in anatomy from ASU. He's got a daughter married for 10 years with his lovely wife, uh, Lucia. And he's pretty much just a Martha truth seeker looking for these vampires and monsters and why they're committing whatever heinous crimes they're doing. Do you remember your daughter's name off the top of your head? I have it all here, so it's Seely. Okay, I was just curious. Okay, yeah, 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 that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I know that life in the family was has been rough. Uh, you've had some rough times uh, since the very beginning. Uh, graduated at 26, married at 28. Oh, and you got your Fists of Harmony dojo, which kind of got shut down uh, because of a, a, a problem with some violence going down there. So that was, uh, was kind of rough. Uh, but, uh, okay, we'll see how it goes. And... Um, were you here last session? I want to say uh, you missed last session, right? Last session? No, I was here when we were fighting the vampire. I remember Russ punching it. That's the last thing I remember. Okay, you were here. I wasn't sure. Okay. For some reason, I thought you missed. That's how long it's it been. It was the one before. Okay. Okay. Uh, so next up, uh, Ashley, tell us about Linda Smith. I don't remember Linda's voice. So it's going to get interesting today as I figure it out. But... um. She has the Crohn's curse, so she's a younger woman, but she looks like she's 50, 60s, like kind of leather face. Um, And her whole thing is she's a cursed entrepreneur and she hates vampires and um, specifically the few that... um, caused her to have her kind of occultish powers by force, forcing her to drink vampire blood. So, okay. 
And it's uh, and you are friend to Reverend Wood, right? You're <laughs> yes. kind of like the medic, right? Isn't that kind of what you are? Yeah, she's like the medic, and she makes like bombs. Like that's her thing. Mm-hmm. She just tinkers and makes stuff and heals people. Cool. Right on. Uh, does do you have a day job? I was just curious. I was looking at your. I'm creeping on your sheet right now. Um, day job is that I work for um the Reverend. Okay. All right. And but she also has like. In her house, she has like a room for surgery for when questionable things happen. Uh, she has a laboratory and a postern. Okay. Okay. Did we have, we had, uh, we had Kyoto's stitch up. That was at the church though, right? That was, yeah, it was in yeah. one of the maintenance garages. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. One of. Okay. What? Okay, buddy. Okay, we get it. We get it. You don't take fatigue during journeys. We get it. We understand, Stephen. (laughs) It's a little wondering humor. Uh, All right. And then next up, Aaron, tell us about Rust. I know. I know it was you. The others, they might not have seen it. They might have thought it was my divine gift. But I felt you. I felt the cobwebs under my fingernails and across my face and down my throat. I know you did something to help me kill that leech, but I also know you did it just so you could have me for yourself. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what Sister LeBlanc of the church thinks. It doesn't matter if I'm a vengeful apostate to them. I... I am the monster you made me. I am Serrano Rust. And I welcome you back. Because if I have to tear you down to hell with me, that's what I'm going to do. What's that? The itsy bitsy spider. I see you. It's so funny because you mentioned beforehand Serrano and we're like, no, it's Quixote. And you're like, oh, you got to <laughs> you call yourself Serrano again. That's right. It is. <laughs> That's how crazy it is. Oh, goodness. Serrano's Serrano. his middle name. <laughs> Serrano was my brother that you helped made me kill. There we go. And maybe I. Do I remember them? No, you can't take my identity away again. I'm. I'm, I'm Quixote. Am I? Thanks for the reminder. (laughs) (laughs) I want to change the overlay really quick. Do one of those quick cross throughs. New new layer. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, All right. Next up, Melissa, uh, who has been in the admirable, well, I guess the undesirable (laughs) position of having to follow that, the the whole chronicle. So Melissa, follow that and introduce Maria for us. Rip, whip your glasses off. Your face. <laughs> Can you intro? As Talk like a crazy Cody. person. <laughs> yes. Sing a lullaby. <laughs> so Maria is uh, she is a resident uh, plumber, uh, also known as a uh, blue collar uh, inquisitive. Um, she her. Just because we haven't played in a while, I was like clicking through all the different tabs of the character sheet and her desire early in the campaign was to meet up with Katja, which she did. And then bad things happened. So she's 
currently goalless. Um, also, her ambition has to do with like money because she's greedy and she's gotten jack shit in terms of like money or anything from this. So she is failing in all different sorts of ways in this change uh, that particular Anytime. campaign. But I mean, we. I can offer you a job. I was just going to say, we have come across a uh, reverend doctor that has apparently oodles of money and whatnot. So maybe come the end of this, there will be some uh, benefit to that. But otherwise, yeah, it's been a rough uh, few weeks for uh, good old Maria Baum. Yes, go battle evil, right. they said. Classic, Get some money from classic it, Melissa. I'm typing. Stops. Like, <laughs> I'm typing. Keep talking. Keep talking. All right. And then finally, we do have the rev. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's 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 terrible. I mean, I feel very insulting. Hang on. Let me get the whole let me get the whole thing. The Reverend Dr. Solomon Wood. Do you have I, yeah, like the titles are important for him? I it's just I a like I mean, the Reverend Doctor can afford it. Like leading up to a mentor. Oh, he's looking now. He's like, what do I got? <laughs> yes, I am the Reverend Doctor Solomon Wood, and I'm here to tell you that there's no greater weapon against this world of darkness than to have faith in the Lord above. The scripture has long prophesied the end of times that have since arrived. As it was written, therefore, as tongues of fire lick up straw and as dry grass sinks down in the flames, so their roots will decay and their flowers blow away like dust. Isaiah 5 verse 24. As a good shepherd, I cannot and I will not stand idly by while the wolves prey upon my flock. You bastard. It's great. That's your uh, intro music. You're a donkey. Uh, <laughs> that was wonderful, though, Stephen. That was an excellent intro. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a shame you're you're turning into a vampire. I'm, and you're I'm, I'm just an ass. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, if, if you start to turn, Rust will take care of that problem. Oh, <laughs> if it was that, it's Stephen. <laughs> How many of my characters can you kill in one campaign? He's going I'm shooting for two. two. <laughs> oh goodness! Sorry, I'm looking for looking for dumber. Oh, there we go. This one's good too. I'll do this one. This this is your intro. There you go. You're in a little. <laughs> it was last session. The Wilhelm screen. Yeah. All right. So enough of me playing with the. With silly sound effects, let's dive into it. So summary, I'm going to go into this a little pretty thoroughly since it's been a while for us. So last session, you all were at Club Fervor, okay? Club Fervor was supposed to, was like you had rumors, you had your stories that it might be a place where uh, dust, which is this uh, kind of pharmaceutical drug that has a street version that has been circulating around the uh, around the Chronicle, but also around the, the valley here and there. And you kind of got got a couple leads that this might be a decent place to go looking for it. See if you can find some some info on it. Uh, and you all you all decided to head there. Uh, outside, Rust and Linda, you specifically were snooping around a Valley Medcore van that was being used as a pop-up shop for dust. Uh, and it was the you, you kind of caught the dealer. Dealer's name was Cruz. You got some basic details about the van and all that kind of stuff. And you even scored some samples. So you, you lost samples a while back, but you actually have some dust samples now. 
uh, back at your own vehicles. If memory serves, you all drove two. I think it was Maria's van and the Reverend's like, was it a town car? What was the what kind of car do you got? Uh, I took the Lexus on this occasion. That's my uh, my undercover car, my low profile car. Got it. So back at the vehicles, uh, you guys, I think it was Rustin Linder. You're using Maria's drone. You noticed that a bunch of SUVs r- rolled up on the on the the club, and you saw Doctor Wendell Drebin, uh, one of the the linchpins of this whole dust pharmaceutical thing going on since the very beginning. You saw him exit the vehicle, and he went through this VIP door in the back and went inside. Not only that, but the two of you also were getting some weird stuff was starting to happen inside the van as all the windows were cracking left and right. These little these little kind of circuitous cracks that kind of created these legs, and they started shifting and moving all around. Eventually, all the windows kind of just, just shattered at a certain point. Uh, then inside, while this was all going on, DJ Fire was kind of this big name that was going on the club. Uh, the Reverend Doctor Solomon Wood, you bought some, uh, you bought some drugs from some guys uh, in the bathroom, uh, uh, in a stall. Alvin and Maria, you were keeping an eye on the dance floor, and then you noticed that there were these vents that were expelling this faint mist uh, onto everybody who was on that dance floor. Maria, you snuck into the back rooms of the club. You discovered DJ Fire's green room, and you got into a fight with one of the the club's guards, which you all had learned were likely lockroom train bouncers or lockroom security agents that were kind of moonlighting, something like that. And you, I believe, killed him and left him behind kind of a bamboo stationed, mm-hmm. like, changing wall. I did. Uh, Alvin, you noticed Dr. Drebin, his arrival, You and I think Revlin Wood might have even seen it too, uh, and you watched how he was basically freely ventured up to that second story in the club where you saw, like, the presumed club owner, which you learned later was a vampire. Uh, and Rust, at this point, you kind of rush down the alleyway. You ambush the guard uh, at the back door. And then you had another one of those strange encounters with your reflection in the car window. Then you pushed inside. Uh, inside these hallways, uh, I think you as you kind of encountered that the timing, I'm, I can't remember exact, but you met Alvin and Maria at a certain point and you all kind of started searching the manager's office. You found some details about ownership and things like that. Uh, Linda, you followed along a few minutes later, but when you got into the alleyway, uh, you noticed that all the SUV windows were shattered and there was this really horrific looking glassy creature that was like half human, half spider that was in the process of like ripping apart and devouring the guard's body. Uh, that creature charged at you, you ran away, and it didn't seem to follow you. Uh, and you kind of lost it out in front of the club. After a few minutes, you went back, the creature was gone, uh, and you eventually went inside and, and joined up with Alvin and Maria and Rust. Uh, by the dance floor, the mist apparently was turning people into sort of like this bit of a violent frenzy. So all that dancing became this crazed melee. And it was strangely enough, this is when these bouncers came up and were like hurting them, prodding them like with sticks, like they might like like shock sticks that they might use with cattle, uh, ensuring that they stay in a specific location. Uh, Reverend, I think you a couple couple of you noticed that the that Drebin and the the club owner, uh, the eventual vampire, were in this terrible fight. They got in this argument, uh, but you also, Reverend, drew the the ire of that club owner at one point, and that's when she revealed herself. She kind of charged at you. Uh, Drebin fled. Uh, Reverend, you were kind of in a fight with this vampire ineffectively. You got a sword cane hit off, but ultimately she managed to grapple you and she sunk her teeth into your neck and she actually fed on you for a little bit. 
In the back hallways, the rest of the hunters, you ambush Drebin and his guards. You were able to take out about half of his personnel, but then the surviving guards were able to get Drebin out and away, away from the away from the club entirely. Meanwhile, the vampire was kind of taunting you, Revan. It was sort of in your head, pulling thoughts about your wife, Sarah, and that kind of got you to turn around and fight. But that's it was like almost horrible timing for the vampire because that's when the, the, the cavalry arrived. And you all showed up. Uh, as as Russ had already mentioned, like Russ like comes up, is kind of going through their, you know, his, his normal process, and and just this mere touch turned the vampire to dust. Everyone was kind of shocked at that point. Uh, and you got the frenzy dancing going on. You've got what anybody who was in the know would have known as a this extraordinarily powerful creature just turned to dust. And those who didn't, who weren't in the know, just saw a person turn to dust in front of them. Uh, and so all of you were able to make your escape. Um, and, um, and yeah, so that's, that's the summary. That's what happened last time. It was pretty crazy ep, uh, and very hard to keep up with. So we're going to pick. <laughs> it was. You did a great job, though. You ran that session really well. <laughs> I felt so like I lost 20 pounds on. from sweating, uh, trying to like <laughs> jump here and there. It was, it was, it was, I felt like an air traffic control person in that episode. It was, it was pretty intense. So we're going to pick up, uh, few minutes afterwards actually as you all are speeding away you are not by the by the club uh you are we'll say um you know five ten minutes away from it uh you're split between two vehicles uh so i kind of want to get an idea of how you know we don't have to play everything of the immediate aftermath out but i do think there's a few things we should reconcile one maria your van none of its windows are intact windshield side windows, anything you might have that was glass, the rear view mirror, if there was one, the side mirrors, all of that cracked, shattered in pieces. So I want to know who's in the van with Maria and then who's in, who's, who's, you know, driving around with Reverend Wood. Also, the Reverend Wood has puncture wounds that all of you would know from a vampiric bite and you can see the blood kind of oozing out. Rust, you're still coated in the dust of a vampire, probably. Your hands are part of your shirts. Linda, you saw this glassy, spidery demon. Uh, what? Where is everybody at? How are we splitting the party up here? And what, as we're racing away, what is everyone doing? How are we reconciling all of this? I will take the Reverend's car and offer to drive him if he's been hurt here. Well, actually, because it's the church car, only I can drive. Uh, insurance reasons. I'll drive. Uh, get in the back. There's a first aid kit. Uh, Linda's with you, and she's like, can you please just get in the passenger seat? We'll meet up at my house. I've got surgery tools. I'll sew you up. All right. So all right. Linda, Reverend, Alvin, you're in the Lexus. Does that mean Maria and Rust are in the van? Ray, I, I, I promised I didn't, I didn't do this to your van. I, I didn't do this to the, van. I didn't, I didn't, didn't do this to the van. I, you normally I'd care that the this is the last of our, our uh, concerns at the moment. Just careful where you sit. There's a lot of glass on the seat. It, it's it's okay. She obviously doesn't want me to hurt be hurt any other way. Right. 
Uh, you're gonna have to explain to me how all of that happened. Um, but for now, I would say, um, uh, I guess Maria will follow Linda okay. driving the Lexus. Okay. And you don't, you know, taking a look at, at the Revan, whoever's driving, uh, I assume Wood's been forced out of it. Linda can probably drive since she is technically an employee. Yep, yep uh, that works. But if anyone's kind of peeking at your wound, their wounds are not life-threatening. Like, you take a look at them, but the 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 wound itself is struggling to heal like you can tell it's like you're it's not clotting well and so you're constantly having to sort of replace and replace and replace and so it definitely needs some sort of stitching but a skin it's not going to to sort of endanger his life but you are getting a little lightheaded properly you're getting a little paler etc uh, as you start driving away the drive back to your place linda if that's where we're headed uh is uneventful um you do you would notice, I would say, a few minutes after, probably probably even more than a few minutes, probably a good 10 minutes out, uh, you do hear the sounds kind of popping up here and there on the highways, like a siren or two, uh, but you don't necessarily like see anything chasing you, uh, and so you're able to get to Linda's place without any issue. So, uh, Jeff, if Maria could go back, um, just to ask, and the answer may be no to this, we did see Drebin take off. Yeah. Is that is it, like he took so, off and I could follow him or no. he took off well beyond before? No, he he split away from you guys. You guys encountered him in the back before the fight with the vampire. You encountered him in the back. You took out half of his guards like from you had that ambush attack. You took half of them out, but he had like three others that just sort of like secret serviced him out the out through uh, out through the, the exit. And you ha and like when you got out into the, as you were running away, you noticed that SUVs were gone, uh, and you also in between the time in which he escaped, you guys fought the vampire. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that all happened as well. So no, you couldn't track him at this point. Um, okay, so you get back to Linda's place. Linda, take a moment. Tell us what your place looks like. Um, so it's kind of like a decrepit looking farm. Um, that it's like large, uh, lots of dirt. She's got, it's fenced off and she's got, um, this area where she's got pit bulls and they're just barking up a storm as this car that they don't recognize is rolling up. Okay. Um, but it's one story kind of like a Pueblo looking house. Okay. And it's, uh, is it an actual farm or is it just like a big lot? Like a horse it's property a kind big, of a thing. Like a horse property. Dusty yeah. Lot, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know what that looks like. Uh a couple near our near our house. So yeah, yeah you pull up, uh probably fairly dark. Uh, and that case probably maybe not have any street lights or something, but you pull up, uh, you go through whatever normal security machinations you go through to ensure that you haven't been followed or nothing's been tampered <laughs> with. Everything checks out. Uh you see you see Maria's van with its with its blown out windows. Can see it following the whole drive by the way maria and rust you've been getting pelted in the face because you don't have a windshield <laughs> so it hasn't been the most enjoyable drive for you all uh but you eventually make it linda everybody you get you get everybody out into your home you got your surgery stuff set up uh if you wanted to roll your your test on wood you can go right ahead and do that uh yeah. so you can have, yeah we're doing everything by hand because uh, the the foundry sheets are kind of messing up a bit uh, but 
if you wanted to go ahead and roll. It's, uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember what it is. It is intelligence plus, uh, plus medicine. Um, oh, so, I did. It's the, they're the same amount. Okay, that's fine. Um, so the difficulty is equal to the total aggravated damage sustained by him. Um, three so, is what we decided, yeah. Yeah, three. Um, so the difficulty of three... And each success converts an aggravated to a superficial, uh, which is up to a maximum of your medicine rate. I got a four, but my medicine rating is a three. Okay, so you can convert all three aggravated to super, all to superficial. There would. So this <sighs> is taking place over the course of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be gracious to me, for I am languishing. Heal me, for my bones are troubled. Psalm six, verse two. Don't worry, Reverend. If you start to turn, I'll free you. I think I get that <coughs> honor if it happens. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Linda. Yeah, of course. Linda, I, that's not putting I, the cart before the horse. <laughs> I, I I pulled out all of my stitches again, Linda. I told you if you were going to run around all crazy, this is exactly what was going to happen. I'm, I'm, the vampire was feeding on the reverend. I thought I had to punch That's it. That's true. I appreciate you. Uh, let me roll for you as well. Okay. So while this healing is happening, so Linda's taking care of wood. Linda's oh, taking nice. care of. I'll say the three of them are in like this. This you know whatever whatever your your little surgery room is, your lab. Mm-hmm. Alvin Maria, what are you two up to? I'd like to take a look around the property, see if we were trailed at all. Okay. Uh, why don't we do an awareness? Um, we can do, since you're taking your time, you don't have to do this in any amount of, of quickness. We can make an intelligence if you like, or wits if you prefer. Uh, awareness, intelligence. Is there a difficulty for this? Uh, minimum of two, but if you get some extras, I might give you some more information. I could just take the auto winner and take half because I have five. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay. So half of five two two plus, uh, so you don't notice anyone having followed you. Uh, there's like you, it's a, it's a dark area. There's these old horse properties. There's not a ton of like your traditional street lights. Uh, you can see some of the different properties are a ways off. Like, so there's a lot of space in between these homes. Um, you don't see a ton of activity at all. You can hear the sound of like the highway, but you can't actually see the highway. It just seems to sort of travel through the, the plane, the plane air. Uh, you don't notice anything at all. Um, is anything... Would anything be out of the mist, Linda? Is there anything kind of quirky or strange about your place? Anything that, that might catch his eye uh, that as he's as he's looking around? Um, she does have kind of like a junkyard in like the back right corner of her lot. Okay, but it's kind of weird, like where she's like doing like weird art with it. So you've got like broken down cars, toilets, stuff like that. But then also she's got turned them into like planters and such. Okay. So as you're walking around Alvin and you're looking, you find this, like you don't, you don't see anyone on the road. You can see you're looking for headlights. Your eyes adjust to the darkness. You're looking for any movement at all. Nothing like that. You start looking around in the junkyard area. Some peculiar, peculiar looking bits of art, uh, art, art uh 
But one thing you notice as you're walking around, you do hear a couple times as you're moving around the junkyard, you do hear like the sounds of crackling. You almost it almost sounds like someone might be behind you, and you look around, you don't see it. And it happens again, you look over in a different direction. About four or five times you hear this like this the sound almost like ice breaking or glass breaking or mirror breaking. You just hear the slow crick you know, like crinkling of 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 glass or mirror, or, you know, of a mirror, or somebody stepping on shattered glass, and it kind of fades. Sort of just linger around to see if I can find the source. Okay, uh, if you hang around, you do notice, and uh, you're if you if you take a little time, there's more than once one of these like windshields or uh, like a maybe a door that Linda has removed from a car and kind of placed as like a wing of some sort of strange bird-like contraption she's she's welding together you notice like there's a crack in it you notice that there not like a bullet almost like a almost like either you know taking a bullet or taking like a, a pebble at high speed on a highway you don't really see so much the divot but you definitely see like the sort of the crackling out of these sort of different legs and you notice one of them is like actively growing in size. I'll just back away from it for now. Okay. Is this more of this window shit that happened at the club? I don't think I was there to see it. I mean, I mean, you saw my van though. Like all the windows are somehow just every bit of glass is just broken. Something freaky following us, then. And Maria wants to look at her drone to see if, like, even like the glass. And it's okay if the answer is yes. Like, even the glass on the drone, like, yeah, camera. You you bring the you bring the drone down. You kind of flip. You look around, uh, and you're right. Like, you're you're right to look at this. Like, the glass lens of the camera has cracked. It's still functional, but you would imagine any sort of imagery that you're going to get from it, any kind of imaging, you even pop up the tablet and such. Tablet seems to be intact, but when you look, you know, when you kind of turn the camera on to give it a test, it has, like, these horrible cracks in it here and there. Uh, It's still functional. Like, it hasn't broken, uh, but the lens itself is going to kind of obscure. It won't take long for you to fix. You probably have, like, replacement parts back at at your home. I've got two things on it. I've got my van. I've got my drones. Well, three things. I've got my cat. But two of them in one night. Just, I don't. This has not been going well for us. It's going to be a bit worse with Drebin out there. We just mess with his plans. And Russ just somehow disintegrated a vampire? Powerful kid, a bit unrefined, but yeah, it's an understatement. Let's get back and see how they're doing. This this Linda woman's got some interesting taste. She's just looking around at all the yeah <laughs> stuff in the back. You come back inside. You see, you see. What do you see, Linda doing? What what is Linda working on as she comes in and she's patching up the two of them? Uh, so Linda's got like these like kind of like big glass not jars but they look kind of like little potion bottles that she stoppers up when she makes her holy water bombs and she's got a little in her 
surgery or in her yeah surgeon room or whatever she's got a an alcohol bar and she's like sorry father but this is necessary and she goes and she fills that up with some vodka and she's so she's smoking and she's drinking and she's making rust hold her alcohol as she stitched him up and like she gets some ashes on his chest and she's like oh sorry and she like wipes them away <laughs> like to make sure they don't get into the wound or anything that's so that's it that's okay that's okay Len. Just, i i had so much worse it, thank you so much uh, you're gonna make me adopt you or something, aren't you? I I don't have any place to live right now. <laughs> he has been staying at a cot the the church. That's not a bad idea, Linda. Yeah, I got a spare room. So we'll say a little time passes as you continue to patch folks up. Uh, Alvin, Maria, maybe continue to look out the windows every now and then. No one seems to be coming. Um, middle of the night, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., something like that. I uh, remember you were at a club. It was fairly late. Uh, and once the, all the patch-up stuff is done, it's it's far into the a.m. What's the plan for you all? I don't mind jumping forward in time. I just kind of want to get a sense of, of what, what our next steps are going to be. I think uh, doing some research on Drebin, um, trying to figure out where to go after him, would be a good start. Yeah, I mean, we obviously declared war on him tonight, and he already let us know that if we stepped over that line, he was coming for us hard. And, well, we just killed one of his allies in front of him, so he may be a little freaked out and really gunning for us. So, yeah, I think we gotta we got to figure out what to deal with him. We very clearly did not go to Apache Junction to deal with the werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the vampire, I know she's dead now, but she did mention my wife. So I think that would be high on the priority list is making sure that my family's safe. My I right to saying there's also a creature on the loose that we saw? That Linda saw. Now, yeah. okay. again, that's why I said that we got to reconcile it. Linda's like, the only one who witnessed me? it. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know how this is going to play out. I would 100% believe Linda. Yeah. Does yeah. Linda does Linda describe it to us? Oh yeah. Like once you guys come back in after doing your stuff outside and she's uh, like suturing you up and stuff, she you know be like, so I know I mentioned it to you guys, but uh, there was this freaky ass glass creature that was just tearing into one of the guards. And then it was chasing me down the alley, and then it stopped. But uh, I didn't, I didn't see it again. But it, it could still be out there. That's a, that's a new, terrifying option. What, what did it look like, Linda? What, what was reflected in the glass? What, what was reflected in the glass, Linda? Did you see my face in the glass, Linda? Linda, I'll give you a retroactive, if you're thinking about it, high difficulty on this. Okay. Uh, we'll do maybe intelligence uh, awareness, but I'm going to put the difficulty really high uh, since it's not something you probably thought about seeing at the time. We'll yeah, make no, it, she's pretty panicked. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it very hard. So 
If you get six successes, I'll give you some details about maybe what you saw on the glass. Okay, four, five. Uh, do we have any dice left? Uh, yes. I do not know. Don't forget I think we about also, 32, you know, 33. <laughs> don't ask Melissa. She just draws an eight sideways, and that's how many you have. An eight uh, is exactly what we actually had left over from last time. It was exactly eight. Don't forget that you can always spend willpower as well. You burn willpower, reroll through die, etc. True, true. Uh, I'll take one so I have a chance to get six. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Fail. Uh, I'll I'll uh, do a willpower to reroll three. Okay, so you've got you're at three right now, but you're yeah. one critical success away. From, I mean, like if you get another ten, you get a critical success, so that could be huge. How do I roll that on here? Um, great question. Can you uh, right click? Is that a? Can you click on it? Anyone? Oh, yeah, right click on it. Willpower reroll. Perfect. Oh, oh no! Okay, four successes. Um, Linda, you remember there was definitely. Now that he mentions it, there was definitely something that was reflecting in the glass. Like it was, it was a very peculiar. It was a weird experience. I mean, it was terrifying to look at on the one hand, but on the other hand, like there was something about it. Like there's ever a sort of shifting bit of light, as if it wasn't so much things like reflecting off of it, but something was in it. But you couldn't. You can't remember it. Plus, it was so fractured, it was hard to yeah. sort of delineate what it might have been. So she'll tell him that. Hey, Kyoti reaches out and puts his hand over Linda's really gently, and he's like, she comes to me in the glass, in the mirrors, past the husk of my old life. That's, that's where she comes from. Yeah. She's seen you now, too. As he says this, by the way, as he says this, is from the you know as it comes to it comes to him in the glass, you hear a sudden pop, and you look over towards where you have your your glass medical jars, and one of them that was containing, you know, some sort of rubbing alcohol or something like that, pops like just shatters into like a bunch of different pieces, and you see the the liquid just spill over over the countertop. No one was really standing next to it. Inexplicable, just pops. And you see like sh- she little shards of glass and all sorts of different, you know, spread out here, and then it's dripping over the side of the countertop onto the ground. Do you do you hear the song, Linda? Do you hear my song? No, and you will not start singing it for me because we are not welcoming that further into this household. She has to be stopped. Uh, and. Uh, Alvin and I should probably mention that when we were walking around outside, there was some glass. No, 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 no. Let's not continue Mm. with this glass nonsense. Because when we were in your van, that's where it started. Because there was this crack that started forming. And then I started hearing this crackling glass noise, like somebody stepping on glass. And then suddenly... All the glass shattered everywhere we were at. And then I'm getting chased down by this glass demon thing that's just feasting upon this person's chest cavity. Like I witnessed as it pulled out an entrail and had it in its mouth and then it was running at me. Like it's a, some 
goddamn sausage. No, thank you. That's how they found my family. At least that's what they tell me. Well, it would appear that they have found us here. I'm not saying that's the information you want to hear, but... Well, y'all be better be ready to kill that son of a bitch, because we're I've not letting it. I've always known she was coming back. It doesn't matter what Sister LeBlanc says. Granny's always with me. Do you need another exorcism, Reverend? Are you up to doing one of those? Exorcism is a tricky prospect. It's not something that's performed very often. You sure? I've seen it in a lot of movies. <laughs> I know yes, a lady down yes. the street who does exorcisms and she reads tarot cards too. Linda, we've talked about where you need to keep your faith, and it is not with the lady down the street. I think I think we need to deal with Drebin first. I I don't know that if we face Granny, I don't know we'll be strong enough afterwards to deal with Drebin. She might she might win. She's so terribly strong. We have an even greater ally. You do not need to worry about that. We will always prevail. I I know, I know, Reverend. You I I have faith. But if the soul survives, the body might not. So what are we thinking? I mean, we, what other leads do we had? We've been sitting on the club lead for a while and that got us close to driving, but still wasn't enough to. Uh, well, we, we, I mean, we know now that he's in, involved in all these medical experiments, the, the, the dust, the, the, the drugs that he was using that made that eye monster. I think. I think we have to find his lair and take him out there. Strike him before he has a chance to hit us. He knows all of us. If we scatter, he'll come for us one at a time. I definitely agree that uh, sooner rather than later is the better idea. Uh, generally find that if we need to take something out if we can draw it out somewhere where it is not in its home that might be put us at slightly less of a disadvantage than going to his place maybe we could try to set a trap somehow well I probably pissed him off pretty thoroughly I'd make some pretty good bait somewhere. How much do you all know about Drebin? He's not human. He controls a a medical complex, the Valley Med Corp facilities. We've been to their offices. He's got a reinforced prison where he keeps medical experiments. That's where we broke some people out of. 
He's got political clout. He's got money and he either owns or controls Lockrum security. So he's got an army. All that is meaningless because we have the Lord on our side. He was stopped by the grace of the Lord when I pushed against him in his offices. But then he threatened to shoot us. Um, Jeff, I would have liked to have texted uh, my wife, Sarah, as well. Uh, I, I don't think I'd be ready to call her yet, but I won't want to send her a text since she knows I'm out hunting. Okay. Um, roll. Okay, so you're you're a little low on your your blood's a little low, all that kind of stuff. And we've established I'm bad at texting too. Sure. Um, roll. Hmm. Roll like a wits subterfuge, or insight would also be a good thing. Okay, we're going insight because I don't have Sutterfuge. Reverend wouldn't need that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that is one success. Okay. The uh, message comes comes back. Uh, no worries, honey. See you in the morning. I try to send a kiss emoji, but I get the wrong one. So then I send the kiss emoji the second time around. <laughs> okay. Couple couple minutes later, you get the same emoji back. Well, looks like we won't be sleeping much tonight. I think it would be wise to do some research about our opponent before we confront him. May I suggest the church has... Uh, very well-funded library with vast resources. I could put it to use. Ah, and I could use Reverend, a change of clothes anyways. Reverend, I, uh, I'm still learning how to read. I, I'm not very good at it. We actually, we, we have literacy courses that we... Now that, Sister, LeBlanc, Sister LeBlanc had me enrolled in one and I was... I was working with Brock before, well, before you, before he had to be taken in by the church on it. And I'm up to second grade. He says, I'm doing really well. Excellent. Excellent. Second grade. You're, you're literate. Yeah. There's no problem there. And we'll get you enrolled again and we'll get you uh, even higher than that as uh, proficient as you would like to be. Yeah, Reverend. I'm sure there'll be time for that. I'm sure. Okay, so we'll say some time's going to pass. I know you said you weren't going to get any sleep tonight, uh, but it's middle of the night. Uh, So if you're, and you mentioned your your church libraries. So are we saying that we're going back there uh, in the middle of the night? Or are we saying you guys are crashing at Linda's for a little while and then figuring something out? Some of you have people like alvin you have a family like what's happening now yeah i am worried about them so i'll probably return home and have to regroup in the morning all right you head home uh you go inside uh you can see that a set of of sheets and pillow 
all the usual stuff is set for you nice and neatly on the couch. <laughs> uh, you can see that you, as you peek into your daughter's room, she's sleeping just fine. And you peek into your, your wife's room or your room, you can see she's also sleeping just fine. Uh, and everything seems to be okay. It's probably about 4 a.m. by the time you get there. Uh, do you just crash for a bit? Or do you do anything? No. You're pretty exhausted, I would imagine. But Yeah, I'll just crash. Okay. Four of you back at Linda's. Same deal. Are we, we crashing? I would uh, definitely be going to the church for a change of clothes. And uh, I've got a, a small room with a bed there as well. Okay. So like you have a separate, like you have a house. That's where, that's where Sarah uh, stays. Yeah. Yeah. You don't don't have have, all your kids are adults. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a a small room uh, connected to my office uh, that also attaches to the library uh, with a bed in there. And it's got like showers and everything for, for the late nights when I'm, I'm working at the church. Okay. Uh, You, you head home or you head back to like everyone does in their office. Linda Maria Chioti. Let's kind of get an idea of where you're at. Yeah, Linda's gonna. Uh, we will. We should do this in the morning. Okay. Uh, I got. I got two guest rooms. Cody just shuffles off to one of them, nods his head, and passes out. Sounds good. Are they um, the guest rooms both full of art? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maria would probably stay at Linda's. She kind of wanted to go home, but with Russ staying here. Uh, okay. Maria thinks it'd be a good Let's idea to also stay here. Yeah. Okay. All right. So everyone kind of retreats to their different places. Those of you at Linda's and no issues. Um, occasional sound outside, but nothing out of the ordinary, Linda, but maybe you're a little heightened from time to time, but otherwise. My dogs are barking at it if they notice anything. Sure. Sure. Uh, like I said, Alvin, you're good to go. Um, Reverend. Um, Make a awareness wits roll as you return to the awareness church. wits. Okay, yeah. uh, I am so good at these. I'll roll both of my dice. <laughs> Difficulty of four. Uh, that is zero successes. Okay. Yeah, you you're lightheaded, but you managed to make the drive. I was lucky to stay on the right side of the road. You maybe maybe were swerving here and there, uh, but no one pulls you over. And, uh, you, in, in plus the, you know, you're not quite, it's not quite into rush hour by the time you get back out there, you, you pull And I'm in the Lexus, which is my undercover car. Cops want to pull that over. It's dark. The church parking lot is mostly empty. As far as you can see, it's just your usual stock uh, vehicles for the church. You stumble inside. Maybe you take a shower. Maybe you just fall back in the bed, but that's fine. A few hours pass. We'll say you all wake up. It's in the a.m. still. We don't have to be too precise with it. Everyone wakes up in the a.m. Uh, those of you with some injuries, feeling some, you know, you're feeling some soreness, but you wake up feeling, also feeling a little bit more refreshed. Heads are a little clearer. Alvin, you're woken up probably the earliest as your your wife and your daughter come out and Seedley's got to go to school today. Uh, so they're kind of, your wife's kind of giving you sort of a, a strange look. Uh, and... Uh, do you do anything with them before they leave? Because they're gonna just bail on you as fast as possible. As like you can see that your your daughter's quite happy to see you, but your 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 wife is giving you very much the cold shoulder. I'll just wish them a good day. 
There's no one Jeez. to say it's good enough. Okay. So your wife grabs her, her keys. Uh, Celie comes over, gives you a, a big hug and a kiss, and they depart as they're headed out. Uh, the rest of you wake up as well. Nothing really out of the ordinary that you can tell. What do we do from here? Did uh, Sarah show up for work today? Well, you woke, you went and you slept in the church. You kind of looked around as you get up and you start wandering around in the light of day. As you start moving through your office, uh, you didn't really notice it before, but now that it's light of day, now that you're not as lightheaded as you were before, it certainly does look like um, someone's been in here. Got some drawers that have been pulled. Uh, you look at the hinge of the door itself, seems a little as if somebody kind of yanked it open almost. Um, and no, your wife has not uh, has not showed up for work yet. I'm calling her. Uh, goes to voicemail. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the uh, reason you leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You bastard. Uh, I'm texting uh, Linda. S O A S O S. Uh, and so Linda presumes, because he's texted me this before, and usually it means he's lost something. So so she she just texts him back, and she says, what? God damn it. I give her a call. Okay. Linda, phone rings. I assume you answer. You're on the yeah. phone with him. Yeah. You hear Maria and Rust are kind of up and moving around as well. What next? We're on our way. I need you to meet me at my house. Sarah's not here. There's been a break in in my office. Oh, fuck. Uh, did you check her Apple tag on her purse? She keeps an apple in her purse. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, my God. You're so old. And then <laughs> uh, Linda's going to do it. Can I do like a technology rule? No, I mean, if you're saying you did that, it seems realistic. It's a simple piece of tech that exists. Uh, you do check it. Uh, you pull up your your own, you know, your computer, your phone, wherever you got it hooked to, and it's as far as you can tell, it's at it's at their address. Uh-huh. You know, you know his home address. Yeah. All right, I'll swing by the house and I'll pick up her and her purse for you. Uh... No, stay there. I'm meeting you there. I'm going to take the Mercedes. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Uh, Russ, Maria, uh, as, as she's hanging up the phone on you, she's calling for them. Uh, she's like, we're getting in my car. We got places to be. Uh, oh, okay. Linda. Yeah. Uh, maybe somebody texts Alvin while we get driving. Uh, I, I broke, I, I don't have a phone anymore. I'm sorry. I meant Maria. You're all right. Yeah, I uh, I, I was going to ask you, I think I'll probably just need to ride with you. Uh, maybe I can grab some windows from your uh, little pile yeah, I got, that you I got, got back parts. there. That's what it's for. Right. For now, yeah. I guess I'll just be a passenger with you. Yeah, we've got like a tarp and stuff thrown over her van. And I'll text Alvin. I'm like on my way to the library already because I plans to use it because I want to get okay. 
an edge roll going in there. Okay, so... Uh, is he going to get there before I leave? Like, would he be able to come with me, or does he want to stay there? Uh, the edge roll says roughly a day researching, so... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, we can... Uh, so I'm going to... Other things in between it, but yeah, it would be... Yeah. I'm going to head out to the helipad then to uh, get to the Mercedes. Uh, of course, I called my pilot. Uh, he, he's on standby. Uh, the Mercedes is, of course, a Eurocopter <laughs> Mercedes-Benz EC-145, uh, as of everyone course. knows. Of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. And gotcha. Maria uh, calls shotgun and sits next to Linda. Okay. And like she always drives everywhere. She does not like not driving. This is not uh, pleasant for her. Mm-hmm. Russ sits in the back, right in the middle, staring right <laughs> into the rear view mirror, just daring. <laughs> oh, like no. doing the awkward lean forward. So he's almost in the front. Yeah. The last time this happened, he stabbed someone in the ear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so Maria will just sort of turn around and just sort of look at him. <laughs> and like when we get just into keep the your garage, arm up a little bit. Uh, Linda, like, opens up her garage and she you guys know those like super like uh modified cars she's she's got one of those it's like bright pink and it's got <laughs> the yeah. exact opposite of maria's like can't be tracked van <laughs> yeah reverend said we had to be there fast so we're taking this car okay i, I i've driven once i could drive no oh okay <laughs> So you all get to your destinations just fine. Uh, so Alvin, you said you're going to the library, like public library. Is that what you're doing? Or is there? Like he was going to the church library? library, I thought, right? Church library. Yeah, the church library. Okay, so you're heading there. The rest of you are meeting up at the Reverend's home. Uh, so we'll start just to get the roll. Uh, Alvin, if you're going to start pouring through the church, the church library, I presume. You know, the reverend gives uh, someone the, the heads up to let you know that you get access. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and do your edge roll, um, trying to remember. So you've got, it's Resolve yeah, it's, Academics, Resolve I Academics. Think. Yeah. Okay. So give that a roll. Um, difficulty, I believe, is four, uh, I think, if I recall correctly. Most of them are four, I believe. Okay. I have five total. So I'll roll. Ooh, a crit and a success. Crit and a success puts you at, so that's, oh my gosh. Four. So, so a crit is one, the crit unto itself is three, is a success. And then you get like the extra two successes on top of it. And then he's got his normal success. So he hit four, right? Mm-hmm. Am I interpreting yeah. that right? Okay. It's been a while. Sorry. We're a little out of it. Okay. And so what kind of info are you looking up? I'm not looking to Drebin. As okay. much information on him as possible. All right. So I would imagine this library isn't just like religious texts and tomes, but a modern library, right? Where you can access databases, yeah, it's, internet access, it's that kind of thing. More of like a computer room than an actual library. Most of okay. our stuff is digital. Okay. Uh, so because you're going to be doing this for a while, I'm going to like slow drip you some information and then we'll weave back uh-huh. them and we'll come back and forth. Also, I'm sorry, I should have posted these. I have the edges for that library on how to harm them and where they hide to give like special bonuses for that if that's what he's trying to look for. Okay. Uh, so you, okay, so if you're doing some basic info, so I'm going to start off with, with some basic information as you dig into Wendell Drebin. 
Uh, a lot of the stuff you know, but it's also kind of helpful for just us to, to sort of refresh it. But you know that he's he's in his forties, late forties probably, relatively good health. You know, good health. We've heard it before. He is everywhere. You start just doing basic news sources. He's popping up all sorts of places. He's you see him in newspaper clippings. You see him web blogs. You see him charity events. You see him at medical events. He is a well known and well connected medical. Uh, savant uh within within the valley and so much of it is charitable and so like you don't find any negative anything on him no one has a bad word to say on him at all uh, you do notice like you you can kind of you find like you, you kind of dig into some of these biographical elements you see that he's got plenty of degrees from several prestigious universities john hopkins kind of pops out right at you right there and all of his all of his stuff all of his uh all of his like publications and things that he's had his academic publications all seems to do with pharmacological research and so you're seeing all sorts of things he's got his name appears on publications ranging from like anti-aging dermatological studies to like dementia and alzheimer treatments to human growth uh hormone studies he's doing all sorts of stuff. And he's in a lot of these different fields that more sometimes people specialize in, but he has a hand in everything. You know that he is the CEO of Valley MedCorp. You know that he does consulting work for ValleyWise Medical. And one of the things that pops up as you're looking this morning, he was actually supposed to appear on Good Morning Arizona as they were doing some sort of interview, some sort of charitable, some sort of charitable interview. And Right now, social media is popping up that like they've had to cancel like that event. They're sort of doing some other special live feed, and he's not there. Like he didn't attend. And it's a and again, it's a live feed downtown Phoenix. It was supposed to be this big event where they were going to be kind of helping the homeless here and there. And he's not there. Uh, and you can see that none of the Valley MedCorp people there. So it's kind of this this little local trend. Uh, like the hashtags are popping up here and there. Uh, so that again, I'm gonna dri- I'm gonna kind of give you this by drips, so that we can weave other other folks in. Uh, so then we're gonna kick over then to the Reverend's house. Uh, high or low, Stephen? Uh, always go low. Good. Nope, bad choice. Actually, the rest of them get there first. Roll but the I have a I helicopter. I, I thought I rolled a run. <laughs> you think My pilot you're going to get there faster in a helicopter. <laughs> you're out of your mind. Uh, okay. So you, you so the, the rest of you get kind of get there first. And I'll say all three of you can go ahead, uh, roll. You were there. Awareness, wits, perfectly fine. Uh, re- while they're rolling that, Stephen, you want to describe your beautiful home? Uh, yes. So it is a just gorgeous, lavish mansion. Um, and it is a gated community, of course. Um, I'm sure Linda has like the key key card to get into the gated community. Uh, and then she can drive in. Um, the driveway is like the horseshoe, so you don't actually have to turn around. And then the actual garage itself uh, is open to air. Uh, you can drive into it and it is an elevator turnstile. So it'll uh, both go down to a lower level uh, so you can park a different car in there and it's a turnstile. So it turns you around. So you don't actually have to ever back out. Um, and this is just, corrupt. this is ridiculous. One of this three houses, uh, <laughs> the, the house to the North and to the South. Uh, one of them is my daughter and my son. Uh, but Sarah's the one we're worried about. So go to the central house. Oh, and there's okay. a pool. 
Of course there is. How uh, how did those roles turn up? And how did everyone do? I got uh, four successes on wits and awareness. And okay. I got five. Five. Okay. Maria got none. Even re-rolling three, still got none. <laughs> Maria, maybe you're still sort of frustrated about the windshields or something. Like you're a little, or you're you know trying to get on your phone and look for your your cat on like your your devices to see where your cat is. Uh, but Kyoti and Linda actually. You don't notice, first of all, you don't notice, like, immediately nothing's amiss when you get there. Cars are where they're supposed to be. Everything looks normal. But when you get to the to the front door or whatever entrance you, you decide to use, you do notice that, like, with your, with your successes, it's been forced open, but not in a way that seems to have left like a significant amount of damage that the 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 door isn't in splinters or anything like that uh you can see that it was very harmlessly like e- like easily just sort of pushed open like you can like the strength <laughs> that this would take is is sort of uh is sort of interesting to you any sort of um if you have any kind of security system uh reverend wood you notice that like the oh, pads and th- yeah. yeah the pads and things have been kind of as you kind of push the door open ever so slightly, or you look inside, the pads have kind of been altered in some way. You can see that they've been kind of messed with, um, like the panels have been pulled out, uh, and then they've been replaced. So everything is like almost seemingly normal, but as this, if someone's trying to put things back the way they should be, but with your successes, both of you are able to notice the door and the security panels. Something's something's off. Something's wrong here. Cody pulls that 45 that he took off the guard back at the club and Linda, we gotta, we gotta, we, we can't wait for the Reverend. We've got to, uh, we've got to see if, uh, Sarah's okay. Yeah. We're going to do a full sweep, uh, enter a room, make sure that you have your back to a wall. And, uh, if the room's clear, you'll clear and we'll keep going. Uh, I, we're going to start to yeah. the left. That's where the personal rooms are. And then we'll head to the other side. Clear. As Sister LeBlanc put me through a commando training, I'm pretty good at this. Good. <laughs> he goes in, he's like, all right. And Maria, having not really seen much, is sort of like, I think you all are being a little uh, a little bit much here, but okay. And she'll take out her firearm and follow suit. Low blase for the fact that we ran into a weird mirror demon yesterday and a goddamn fucking <laughs> vampire, but all right. Okay. You... Okay, so you all wander around and you're kind of doing so I'll roll over your 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 awareness so you don't have to kind of redo it in any particular way. Uh, but as you're as you're moving around, you don't notice again, you don't notice anything in terms of something being broken. You do notice that the bed is unmade as if it's been slept in, but it was never it was never properly made. Uh, you five and four successes you also notice um on this beautiful dining table uh on a on some sort of fancy looking placemat you see a very ornate looking bible has been opened and has been left kind of uh right in front of the seat and you can see that the ribbon is kind of going right down the middle kind of keeping it open here and there uh there's no signs of coffee having been made, no breakfast, nothing like that. Nothing's been clean, nothing's been dirty. There's nothing here, but there's just this Bible opened up. Uh Linda's gonna pull like a 
a plastic glove out of her bag and slip that on one hand, and then she's going to check the uh, Bible. Okay. It is opened up uh, to Leviticus. Uh, I think it's 24, 19, 21. I, I might be getting this slightly off. And a man who injures his countryman, as he has done, so it shall be done to him. Namely, fracture under for fracture, eye under for eye, tooth under for tooth. Just as another person has received injury from him, so it will be given to him. What's up, So, Linda pulls out her phone because the reverend's still not here. And she gives him a call. And all she says is what you said, Leviticus. Just She just gives him the verse. Or she doesn't read it to him or anything, but she just lets him know what it is. Reverend, you're right around the corner. Like, you're right there when your phone rings. It's Linda. And she's telling you this. Around the corner, like, we've landed and I'm coming in the house? Or, like, sure. We... <laughs> <laughs> they would have heard me coming the in The alacrity <laughs> with which you think a private helicopter is going to suddenly be allowed to just fly over to... Man, you could have well, we landed on the AstroTurf lawn. You could have walked faster. Okay. Anyway, whatever. You're there. If you want to ride your dumb helicopter, ride your stupid helicopter. <laughs> I told you I was buying a helicopter. <laughs> so stupid. What a All right. Uh, colossal waste uh, of money. <laughs> They're sending a message. They took Sarah. Yeah. Uh, you still got my room in here where I can make my shit, right? Not at the house. No, it's at the church. We keep our business away from the house. I thought we discussed that I was going to have a spot in the basement. I've told you that there is no business at the house. (sighs) Reverend. The house is a place of rest. This is Sarah's home. I'm not bringing this here. That's fair. Alright, well, I need to head back over to the church then, because I... Let's take the Mercedes. (laughs) It sounds like you might as well just get in my car. Sounds like I need to be making some bombs. I thought you just told us Sarah, like a few minutes her. ago that we needed to do a thorough sweep. And I feel like we've gotten through like two rooms of this ridiculously oversized, doesn't even remotely fit into the neighborhood kind of house that seems to be here. It seems like we have a little more searching to do. Rust, there seem to already be distracted with other things. Uh, Maria, oh. I'll do whatever. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll keep searching, Maria. All right. Ru- keep Russ sweeping. keeps quartering the house. Yeah. Rest, yeah, rest of the Reverend house. Reverend Doctor would be searching the house, too, just to be sure. When you search around, this is the only thing. Other than what's uh, everything that you've discovered, like the the sort of slightly ajar, slightly, you know, like forced open door, some someone messing around with the tech. Um, if you have... If you have security that records things, you notice that it's been scrubbed for a very short period of time, roughly around the time you all were at Linda's before, like as you were getting patched up, there's about a 20 minute gap that's been scrubbed and it's just sort of you know, blank. Um, but that's all you find there. But I will say, uh, if you continue to search, 
you will actually notice uh, outside on the grounds uh, as you're wandering around this ridiculously large estate, which is nowhere near anything else in the valley because that's how the size of these places has to be. Uh, It has to be nowhere near anything of use. Um, You do notice that from a distance, something seems to be amiss on the doors of your children's homes. The children too, you bastard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm definitely uh, uh, checking out the children homes too. Um, before I would do that, I would, I would text Sarah's phone and I would make sure to get it right, the I- exact text. Um, I would just text Matthew five thirty eight, which means you have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. Okay. Yeah, it was a quick Google search uh, to get it because I couldn't remember where it's from because, but whatever. Uh, So you. I'm trying to tell I'm trying to tell through the text that I got the message and I know that this isn't Sarah's phone anymore. Like Sarah doesn't have the phone or whatever. Okay. Um, Let me see if she. No immediate response. All right. So now I'm checking for the kids. You notice that splashed across the f- the doors themselves, you just see a swipe of what looks like blood. Doors are closed. All the vehicles that are supposed to be there, all the windows, everything looks fine. And even when you get up close to the door, you don't notice the signs of forced entry the way you did in your own home. But you just see a big, almost like a hand has been placed in a big pool of blood and just slashed it down the middle. And you see where the drips began. It's since dry. So not like on the lintel or anything, but on the door? On the door. Okay. I thought they were going for the plagues of Egypt, but I'm reading too much into this now. That's what they're going for. You, you're you just being <laughs> a dick now. Is what you're <laughs> well, is it lamb's blood? Who knows? I'm oh, sorry. No. I'm sorry. We you can't uh, that. Shit. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, not going to bother calling their phones. Uh, we got to get back to the church and uh, figure out where to get Drebin and where to get the bombs. I already tried to reach him on the phone. Uh, he's going to call back when he wants to call back, I guess. Uh, Maria, can I borrow Can I borrow your phone? I got I to gotta make a call. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I actually, and she's gonna, like, go through her, her kind of duffel that she carries with her, and she hands you a burner. Oh, thanks. Uh, Sister LeBlanc, I I know I'm not your favorite person right now, but, uh, it it looks like the Reverend's wife and kids have been taken by Drebin, and we're, uh, I think we're gearing up for war. I, don't, I know you don't want to hear it, but Granny's coming back, and if you don't hear from me again, you're the people you used to work for. They need to. They need to know what's going on. So, were you calling her, or are you looking to just leave? Like, like, are you looking to call like, her? Leave a Trying to call her, and if, I mean, leave a voicemail if she doesn't okay. pick up. But that would be the voicemail he left. Okay, so if you leave that, okay, if you leave that voicemail, 
I would say she she probably doesn't answer. Yeah, she doesn't answer. Leave that voicemail. Okay. We'll leave it at that for now. Um, one last thing. Um, I know that they have Sarah, Abel, and Rachel. I want to give Isaiah a call. He's the one that lives in New York. Well, first of all, as you're standing around, the door opens. And you see, standing right in front, is your son. Isaiah? He's right there. And he's like, Abel. Dad? Whoever it is that lives in the house. Okay, He opens the door. And he sees you. And he sees the people with you. He's like, Dad? And he's got, you know, his hair is all kind of messed up. He's got a big old cup of coffee in his hand. He's like, Dad. I rush over and give him a big bear hug. What the? Dad. Dad, what the hell happened to your neck? Have you seen your mother? Have you seen Rachel? No, not this morning. I just got up. Jeez. Gosh. Why? What's wrong? Where'd they go? Who are these people? Abel, there's more to the church than you know about. But I need you to trust me for now. You're in bed. Come with I us to the it. church. I knew it. No, we're vampire killers. My name's my oh, name's right. Rust. Coyote yeah. Rust. Um, Maria, and she just sort of. Like, <laughs> yeah, can we have a role to see if Linda and Maria can intervene before he even says vampire? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so it's probably is it like intervene, like put put a hand over his mouth? I'm just more. It's just talking over. Like Maria can kind of talk loudly. Okay, oh, yeah, you can just Linda talk loudly. Linda will try and just grab him by his mouth. Okay, yeah. Roll, <laughs> roll, roll a Dex Athletics, Linda, uh, and let's see if you can get over there with with enough alacrity. Meanwhile, he's like, Maria's talking loud enough, which means he's like, wait, what? You vamp? What? Dad? What? Oh, I get it. These are your... Okay, Charity Kate. Dad, you're not supposed to bring those home. That's a. That's a, They shouldn't know where we live, you know? You're These right. People. You're right. There's no business at home. I know that's the rule. Your mother is could be dangerous. You leave people back here. You know, you, 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 the church takes in some, you know, Reverend, not that there's come. anything I, wrong with any of you. It's a pleasure to meet you. But no, it's, able. It's, listen, listen, not- that your mother is missing. We need to get back to the church so we can find her. What do you mean she's missing? What are you talking about? It wasn't the vampire. It's something worse. It, it, it uh, you know what? what? We're, we're going to, it's very, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, good morning. I'll, I'll let you uh, have a family conversation. We are here to help uh, your father and she'll kind of like hook an arm. They're with probably just, Russ. she's probably just having breakfast with Rachel. God, what's, what, what, what's wrong with you? Like, okay. Get in uh, the Mercedes. We'll talk about it on the way. Wait, she she might just be over there. Did did you say she might just be over there? Have we not checked over there? I checked Rachel's house. She's not there. Like you checked his house and then you just walked out of it, and so Maria's gonna walk over toward the other house with that Russ. That is be a like, good point, actually. Come on, Russ. Okay. Let's actually knock on that door over there. Knock on the door. Russ, and you see the same Russ, thing, by the way. Rust again pulls the forty five out and he's raised. <laughs> <laughs> they got guns? What the hell's going on? Should I call the cops? I should call the cops, right? Rest. I should call Dad. Abel, get in the Mercedes. <laughs> Listen to your father. <laughs> okay, roll. And I, I go into like my church leadership voice that he's heard many times as a child. Oh, okay. It sounded like you were trying to intimidate him into it, but no, you roll that leadership because you've been so kind. 
Uh, leadership, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but manipulation. I wasn't actually gunning for leadership, but I am fine with that. Yeah, uh, or persuasion. Persuasion's fine, too. Uh, Meanwhile, Maria just yeah, sort of has persuasion. the... takes the gun. Can you just put it behind sure. your back? Oh, just uh, behind your back. Uh, of course, of course, Maria, sorry. I just wanted to be ready. need it. I yes, being prepared is fine, but we're not shooting the reverend's children. That's no, not. No, no, that's right. We would unless they've been changed. <laughs> but we Four would. Successes. We would be sure first. Yeah, we of course, of course. Confirm first, then address it. I can sense it when they've changed. You remember your? I mean, sorry, I, I, I don't. I do. Yeah, she had right. changed, and then I knifed her in the head. Yeah, Ta- I, 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 I remember. Yeah, he knifed a woman. What? All right, fine. I'll get in the Mercedes. Can I put some pants on at least? Jeez. And he's got like this fancy robe on. You know, he's got his. Quixote, will you go with Abel to find his pants? Of course. Let's go find some pants. It, you you look about my size. Do you have any extra he's pants? He's got a gun, Dad, and he just said he killed a woman. What? Now, here, and you better yeah, listen to him. Here, Abel, you you what? can have the gun. It's okay if you've got yeah, pants I'll, for I'll, me. I'll, Abel, I'm, I'm, I'm going. Why do I have this? <laughs> Maria will grab the gun. I'm going to Rachel's. I'm I'm walking across with the, the gun. Property. What are you gonna you gonna shoot? I'm me, going sister? with her to Rachel's. Okay. Then uh, Keone, leaving rest with Keone pulls out the dagger in his pocket. He's like, "It's okay, Abel. We're safe. I can still use this." And as <laughs> you just hear him like apoplectically wander back into his home, trying to find pants, as Rust follows him with a knife. Maria, Reverend Linda, you go. I presume Linda too. I'm sorry. Uh, you go over to Rachel's home. Same thing. Slash of blood. Uh, but when you ring the doorbell, knock on the door. Rachel answers. Hey, Dad. Where where were you? I was just here. Where were you? I was inside my home. What do you what do you want? I was just taking a shower. Hair is all wet and everything. We need to leave now. I have something to tell you. I'll tell you on the no. Quick quick question. We were gonna ask some questions. Uh, is your mom with you? No, I haven't seen her yet this morning, no. And Maria will just sort of look disappointed and then look back to Reverend and then kind of We're going to the church right now. But I have plans. I have things to do today. You'll have to cancel. (laughs) I have to cancel. I don't think so. I have have some plans. Rachel, you are canceling your plans. We are going to the church right now. (laughs) Dad... You, you you want me to do something? You want me to take initiative with my life? You want me to do, and then I finally do it. And I have, um, I have, uh, uh, like, there's gonna, we're gonna have a gallery showing downtown. And this is, and now, now that I finally have connections, I'm supposed to cancel on them. You know how long it took me to actually make this this appointment, Dad? Come on. And with Rachel, I have a different tact than Abel. I just give her an ice cold stare, and she knows that that means I'm very disappointed in her right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll test, whatever you think that is. We'll see if she goes with you. And Linda uh, we'll just kind of looks at you. Does she really need to come with? <laughs> yeah, Farka. Yeah. Uh, three successes. And okay, I'm just give, I, I'm I hear Linda, uh, but I'm I'm still just doing my all right, all right, better. Fine. Jeez. Whatever. Fine. Okay. God. So melodramatic. And what happened to your neck? You've it's like there's blood on your neck, Dad. I was bitten by a vampire. Let's go. Bitten by, 
Real nice. Real nice. Real nice. Okay, you're not gonna... I get it. Yeah, you're not gonna... Don't tell Rachel anything, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's great. That's great. I'm I'm sure you tell Isaiah. I'm sure he'll get to know everything. Mm-hmm. We need to I talk about... No response. I think yeah, everyone's just... everyone's gonna hear everything that there is to hear soon enough. I'm Maria, by the way. Rachel, sorry to virgin. Hi, hi Maria. Um... Are you a friend of my dad's dad? Uh, I would say colleague. Um, we're involved in this whole situation that we're going to talk about here shortly. Great. Can't can't wait. Thanks, dad. Thanks, dad. And she kind of marches off towards the Mercedes. We're going to cut as this is all happening and you're getting your kids into the car. No problem. We can montage all helicopter that kind of stuff <laughs> into the helicopter. Okay. I bought and it. I'm going to use it. I'm telling you, if you're going to use it, it's not going to be as convenient as you think it is. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. I'm forcing it through. freaking Blade Runner, man. <laughs> it's 2022 <laughs> Phoenix. I'm telling you, you just, just that's not a thing. All right. Lifestyles uh, of the rich and famous. So Linda's in her car. <laughs> we're going to cut back to Alvin because Long doesn't give me grief. Uh, so Alvin, you're continuing. So some more times passed, uh, and you're trying to dig into, uh, Wendell Drebin some more. Uh, one of the things you find that, that actually doesn't pop up, uh, as regularly on his, on his bio, on his like public bio, cause it's everywhere. He's got public bios on Valleywise, on, on Valley Medcore. You can see there's plenty of bios that are just popping up on various med blogs and stuff. Uh, who's who around the Valley, all this kind of stuff pops up. One of the things you, you don't, you don't see too often, but you do eventually start seeing it pop up is that he actually serves on the board of a pharmaceutical company called Pavexa. Uh, and you know, doing like a quick search there, they focus on like high end beauty care products, skincare, et cetera. And they hold like a ton of patents apparently. Now, one of the reasons that pops, that name sort of pops up is that they apparently have a headquarters downtown Phoenix. Uh, so it's it's 300 North Central Ave. Don't worry about writing that down. 300 North Central Central Ave. It's by Central Station, East Tower. It's about a 32-story high building. And it's like this mixture of commercial and residential properties as you're kind of digging through it. And apparently Pavexa owns the upper 15 floors. Uh, and then there's a variety of other commercial businesses that are, you know, in the, in the first 17 or so. Uh, how many successes did you have again? You had four? Just, just four, was- right? It was a crit with a successful. Would that make it five? A crit, actually, a crit's important. Uh, so the other thing is, is that as you're digging into to Pavexa uh, a little bit more, they actually are showing up in the news a lot as they've recently agreed uh, to a new research and production facility in the Phoenix metro area, uh, which is which was seen as like a very big win for like local government. Like it was just huge kind of win for the state of Arizona. It's bringing in jobs, like high-end jobs, all this kind of stuff. And they've, there's been, there's all these different news about like, like, is this, is the the deal in danger? Is it in jeopardy? All those types of things about, you know, building. And that's, that's, that's 
recent news has been popping up over the past few days, few weeks, as there's like issues with finances and things like that. Is the government, you know, are, you know, is is the local government are they is, is Phoenix going too cheap? Is the mayor, you know, is the mayor of Phoenix not willing to pony up what needs to be ponying up? That kind of thing. So there's all sorts of headaches that seem to be going on. Uh, but that's what you that that's a that's a new thing you find. That's something you've never heard before that he is a that he is uh, specifically on this board. Okay. That sounds good. Just keep digging. Yeah. We'll cut back. Uh and where are we now? Rust is walking out with Abel and he's like he gave me a maple bacon donut. Have you ever had one of these before? Yeah, I've had. This is the most amazing thing I've ever eaten in my life. It's so much better than cat food. What why would you eat cat food? What it's 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 easy it's easy to carry with you and when you know I mean you can always have it in your pockets you don't ever have to worry about being seen on camera buying things from the stores what's wrong with buying things from the dad dad as he kind of tries to speed up and away from you as he sees his father and his sister and the rest of them kind of moving across the lawns uh I do have an idea. I would like to change course a little bit. Um, I want to put uh, Abel and Rachel in the Mercedes. And I want to talk to uh, the pilot, uh, Cliff, and tell him to go to L.A., which it does have the range to go to L.A. Um, so I just want to, like, send my kids out of danger. Okay. Um, do the kids hear this? Or do you just do probably just kind not? Of, okay, so you try. To I, I would tell the pilot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he'll he'll do what you say. I mean, like he's on. Like you you pay him, so he's like, yeah, whatever, you, whatever you got, Reverend, no problem. Yeah. Um, and then I would run in the house and, um, I I would go into my study in the house, uh, and I would pull out a few uh, books that aren't actually books; they're hollowed out, uh, with wads of cash in there, uh, and I will uh, be handing them to my kids. And taking away their wallets and credit cards. Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> what? Give me your wallet. Have you lost your mind? Give me your wallet. My, why am I giving you? It's got my ID in there. What no. if I want? Give me your wallet. What if I want like a mimosa at lunch? What are you doing? This is ridiculous. Dad. I give him the finger. Give me your <laughs> wallet. Okay. Okay. Jeez. You're so ridiculous. God. Rachel, you too. Fine. Take, take it. Take my wallet. That's fine. Just control every aspect of my life. No, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. I give them both two wads of cash. Uh, it's like 5000 each or something like that. Oh, um, we're just going to buy off. You're going to buy our love again. Is that what you're going to do? It hasn't worked for the last 30 years, but yeah, that's fine. I'll talk to you soon. Get in no. the helicopter. Fine. So they climb on a helicopter. Helicopter takes off. Starts flying westward. Stinger missile. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to make that joke. My neighbors hate me, too, because I have a helicopter park in my lawn every now and then. The theme from MASH starts playing. (laughs) And then, boom, hits. Okay, so your kids are safe? I'm writing a question to myself. So that if something Our safe question mark. (laughs) (laughs) How far does Trevin's reach extend? 
<clears throat> okay, so you've got your kids there. What do you want to do next? They're off. They're uh, gone. It's just it's just the four of you now. I'm calling my professional driver to uh, make sure that his shift is starting at the church. Uh, and then I'm going to get in the BMW uh, when everyone else is ready to go and we'll all drive to the church. You have a BMW and a Lexus and a helicopter. He has The Lexus stays at the church. The BMW stays at the house. I think we should put a knife in Reverend Wood's ear. I think <laughs> the most corrupt monster we've seen on this, like, even worse than Granny. I mentioned this in chat. The BMW is an i7 and it's an electric vehicle. It's my everyday vehicle so I can save the environment. Okay. He's <laughs> such yeah. a good person. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So where, where are you headed? Say it again. To back to the church. To the church. Okay. So you're back to the to church. To build some okay. bombs and do some library stuff. All right. So you head back to the church. Uh, we'll cut back to Alvin. Um, you said you had, a, you had a crit and it was five successes in total? Yeah. Okay. One more bit of detail that you get. And this is going to be, this is going to be it in terms of like your your basic sort of background on Drebin, because I know that's what you said you were looking for. Actually, I'll give you two things. First, you get you actually discover a couple of photos of uh of this this building downtown with Pavexa and then at some point one of them, like a caption underneath one of these photos, Drebin on the balcony of his penthouse apartment, downtown Phoenix. And it seems to be tied in with that, that Pefexa building. So you kind of have what you think is his home or at least what the, what this, this news blog thought was his home. The other thing you notice is as you're digging into Pefexa a little bit more, you actually come across like this very nebulous uh, sort of, as you're backtracking who Pavexa is, you know, what their patents are. There's a lot of weird kind of patent law that's popping up. It's a very circuitous, uh, like, like history to the company. And somebody who's like maybe a forensic accountant could probably unravel it a little bit better. Uh, but you do notice like the, the uh, an acronym that popped up at one point, TDG. Uh, and it was a, a company like this sort of, and it's some sort of big sort of parent company that, that you've seen pop up elsewhere uh, as possibly being involved with like Valley Medcore, Valley, Valley Wise, that kind of thing. And it seems to also be involved with Pavixa and owns the entire building. Got it all. And so we'll say in the time it took Reverend to get his kids to safety and them to sort of scout that, come back to the church We'll put it at like, you know, middle of the afternoon by the time all of you reunite again. Uh, and we'll say just to play with time so that Alvin can be part of it as well. Alvin, you've, you've, you see them come up. They look, you know, a little, little hurried, uh, but you have all this information to middle of the afternoon. You all are reunited at the church. Yeah, they find me in the library room. Got a giant whiteboard titled Where's Driven? And just like the lines and details connected is he here no he's everywhere and like circling where his house is i've even got some judo moves interspersed between like he broke into the sunday school art supplies and he's got the yarn and the the, the construction paper yeah the the like the one of the school teachers who like works for you she comes over to you it's like um uh, reverend i don't mean to 
to to to speak ill of your of your associates here, but he he just took everything. He he literally took them out of my hands when I said I was putting them away. I I, I, I do you know him? I've never seen him at any of our services. It's it's a special project. Uh, he needed the materials for something that's happening tomorrow. Uh, it was last minute, but it's charity work. Uh, I know he's a little eccentric. Uh, it's uh, Christ meets Kung Fu. So he, it's just... He took one of our house plants and he threw it over his shoulder onto the ground and then... I, it's whatever, whatever the kung say, fu Godfrey. part. They they break clay. It's one of their things. He was just testing the pot. I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. No, it's it's quite broken actually. It's very very broken. There's soil all over the ground. No, it wasn't church. Will buy more judo. It was one of my throws that I do. There, you see, it was judo. It's fine. Well, I I I'm I'm I certainly feel better now. I, I'll leave you to it then. And she sort of wanders away, mumbling under her breath. What do we do? Uh, Linda doesn't even go bother going into the library with the rest of them. She goes to her like workshop um, and she's going to, I would like to do a craft roll for my bombs, my ordinances. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So you're doing your, okay. So this is weaponsmithing, right? Like it's kind so of what you're doing. Or no, my... demolitions this is demolition. So it's science. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So since I'm crafting it, it is composure and science. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just remember there's like, because weaponsmithing is craft, and then there's, then I think demolitions is the science skill. Ooh. Oh, wow, seven, seven successes. successes. Okay, hey, that's a crit. Yeah, that's and so you're. Is this, is this your holy water bombs that you're that you're making, or is it something else? Um. Yeah. So these were for like specialized for vampires specifically. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You uh. Yeah. You managed to piece together a series of. Uh, They're like consecrated water. Hmm. Yeah, you probably have a supply of that Reverend gave you on, you know, you have like a, a big old, you know, water bottle, mm-hmm. or something like that. One of those like one of those like office water bottles filled with it. It's all holy water inside. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, and since you rolled seven successes, we can say, you, you know, we can add those successes to the quickness of it. You can say you're, you're, you you get it done pretty quickly. Uh, so okay, you're not awesome. too far behind the group. You'll be behind a little bit, but you won't be too far behind. Okay. So the rest of you who are at the church now... Uh, Reverend Wood's wife might be missing. Information about Wendell Drebin. What do we do? All right, Alvin. So you got a lot of addresses, you said? This building. It's possibly they've spotted them living there. So is he is he living in this same building as this Pavexa that you found? As best I got. Some blurry pics. Him chilling on the balcony. Hmm. Well, if he's on the penthouse, we could always use the Reverend's helicopter to drop onto the roof instead of it's having to go LA. up through the belt. Oh. He sent it to California. Well, okay. We'll go up the hard way. Shall not give any of your children to offer them to Moloch and so profane the name of your God. Leviticus 18, verse 21. 
I was hoping maybe they would have two different addresses and we could draw them from one to another. But it's all we in could, one place. We could set off a bomb in the building. Think we'd get him to evacuate? Sarah's inside there. Not a big bomb. A little bomb. <laughs> Just enough of a distraction. So the phone that you use to call uh, Sister LeBlanc vibrates. And you can see Sister LeBlanc's number. It's, I, I, I'm sure you don't have it plugged in, but you might recognize. You know, probably know the number. Mm. By, by oh, yeah. Heart. My, my heart, yep. Yeah, you see it. You see it pop up. He flips it open. Doesn't and say anything. You, you hear you hear Sister LeBlanc's uh, voice, and she says, uh, "War has come to the church, Sister Celine. We found her this morning." And you can see, like, you can kind of hear, like, a lot of silence on the end. She's, like, kind of composing herself. And we found her as a message on the stoop. The rest of her we found out back. Now, Sister Celine is just some other sister that works there, just someone she knows, that kind of thing. I haven't been active. I am retired, Rust. So I don't think this is age-old scores being settled with me. No, sister. It's... It's my fault, sister. I I killed an old vampire last night, but Drebin, her partner, was there and he saw it. He took the reverend's wife, Sarah, too. You hear her just kind of do like a little, oh dear. Um, what are your plans? We're, we're trying to figure that out right now, sister. I think it's, I don't think it's a good idea for us to talk over an open line for too long. This Drebin guy has a way with technology. You should have seen what he did at the reverend's house. I don't think any communications is safe right now, except for face-to-face. Well, you can't come to the church. It's swarming with, with police. It's a crime scene. You know, tape is profaning the walls. You've had to cancel services for the day. I'm sorry, sister. I know I failed you in the church. Now is not the time for self-pity, Rust. Now is no. the time... For action. You've trained for this. This is what you're built for. You're right, sister. Now is the time. It doesn't matter what else happens. We're going to put an end to this. Please do. Sister Celine was a very dear friend. She did not deserve the fate that she received. I'll take care of it, sister. You you may not hear from me again, but I'll take care of this. I have a feeling we'll be talking again soon. I, you hear it? I hope so. And then she hangs up at that point. 
Russ breaks the phone. <laughs> Classic. Russ, did I hear her right that I do I'm sorry for uh the loss <laughs> of sister Celine. Uh did did I did I hear that right that half of her was found one place and half of her another? It sounded to me like less than half of her was found at the front and most of her was spread out at the back. But yeah, she was in pieces. She fell a soldier in the war against the dark. She may not have known she was fighting it, but we all are. That doesn't. We just actually have to fight it now. We can't. I'm getting too soft. Don't know that it's time to be harder. Just describe you as soft. I I don't know that that's the issue at hand necessarily. Um, It does. uh, She kind of lowers her voice. It does concern me a bit for the fate of um, Mrs. Wood. But Sarah's probably dead. I wasn't going to say that to the Reverend, but or she changed, or she was changed. I mean, if there are more vampires, what a be- what better way to strike at the heart of the reverend's faith but to turn his wife? And then she'll go after his children. It's well, hell should, on earth. We should. But I, I'm not going to tell him that. I don't. I don't that's, think we should. That's, uh, that's very. That's very smart. We I say from keep behind him. Theory to ourselves. <laughs> I. All right. But, but I don't think we've got a lot of time. If he's willing to strike at the church and what what it represents, he doesn't have any fear. That he's is, acting in rage now. That is a very bold, very, very bold choice. Well, this is all I got on him. I've looked everywhere. He's well-connected, well-known. Everyone praises this man. But this, this is the only dirt I've got. A shaky <laughs> pharmaceutical company? We've, we've heard those letters before, have we not? Sound familiar? JDG does sound familiar. Yeah, Did you we... heard it. You've heard it in a. So I think you heard it in association. Let me see. What information would you have gotten it with? Um, hmm. Well, I mean, we could just do it this way. If any of you want to make a roll uh, to try and, I mean, you have you have access to all these different devices and things. If we want to do some sort of like kind of like forensic accounting role or at least some basic detailed research into this. Um, I would take, I would take finance and intelligence. I would take that. That's the ideal one. I, I can uh, do that. Um, okay. And I wouldn't mind taking a, an extra that we had sitting around so that we get something hopefully. Um, let's see if that rolls as many as it should. I don't, one, two, three, four. Yeah, two successes, and it rolled as many dice as it should have. Okay, why don't you, do you want to burn willpower to do those three roll? Uh, sure. Right click, willpower reroll. One more, so three total successes. Okay, it's all right. I would say so. I'll tell, I'll tell you this: you've seen. You've seen TDG this pop up here and there um, on some like you haven't done like I don't think anyone's done like a full 
background on mm-hmm. some of these companies. Uh, but you did see some details when it came to like you were, like in the very first arc when we were digging into like Valley Medcore, Valley Wise, the like the the background of like the the eye thief and everything. Long story short, it seems to be some sort of multinational corporation, and it seems to be the parent company for a couple different organizations that you've come across thus far. One of them being Pavexa that you just saw. Another one uh, being what looks like a, uh, it looks like they have a hand in Lockrum, and it looks like another uh, had to do with um, Whitehall Advanced Care Centers where you had the, the run-in with the ghost. So with only three successes, you're not going to get anything more than that. Uh, but you do, it's, you, you, it's enough to know that there's, there are multiple lines kind of weaving back towards this, this multinational, multinational corp. I, Alvin, I think you've, I think you've hit on it. I, I think that's TDG is what connects everything, everything that we've, that we've come across. They are, they're behind all of it somehow. They're the parent company. Well, if Drebin's their point man here in Phoenix, perhaps if we take him out and cause them enough a headache, they'll fold up shop and look for someplace easier to do their business. Exactly. We can't save the world, but maybe we can save our city. He's aboard at this Pavexa. We just cause a little trouble to him. They'll cut him right up. So the question is, how do we get in? We storm the front door, take heavy casualties, but I don't know a better way in. Maybe Maria's right. Maybe we should try to draw him out. But I think that's gonna it's a pretty obvious ploy at this point. I thought the same thing we could if there was a secondary building that we could attack, like the office that you and I spoke with him in earlier we could attack that but it might just draw everyone down further got an idea we can do it more discreetly what's that you know Pavexa this pharmaceutical company he's a board of you disrupt his line of work somehow his products maybe his production line cause a stir in this in the socials People get canceled for anything these days. He, we don't have a, time for that. They have my wife. Exactly. But this can work in the shadows. If more immediately, we can go after Sarah. But I, I, We didn't... Didn't you mention that there was already a discussion this morning and some questions about why he didn't appear for his Good Morning Arizona interview? Yeah, last night we probably shook him up a bit much. He couldn't show up this morning. Perhaps we can throw some ideas out there as to why he didn't show up and force them to try to have him appear. Make a clarifying statement. Perfect. We can get some rumors stirring up. Linda, you're good with tech, right? Kind of. Elaine would have been great. Yeah, she would have. Yeah. Uh, I'll just have her shoot up some random rumors of why Drebin couldn't come up this morning. Maybe like 
they couldn't produce a well enough product to announce some sort of okay. deal with it. Okay. Uh, we can do something like that. Uh, let's see. Um, it sounds like, to some degree, it's Sutterfuge. It's like coming up with lying. I'm trying to see if there's something better than that, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that, like... I am not good at Sutterfuge. I mean, there's I tech, too. Like, you just, we can just do a tech roll. So, okay, I mean, th there... So, if you're just looking... Do any of you have any resources, uh, any contacts or anything like that in sort of local news? Do you have, is there anyone, local bloggers, anything like that, whether it's conspiracy bloggers or actual like, you know, Metro, Phoenix Metro, you know, anything, anything like that? Any of any contacts uh, that you can try to, to sort of push this? Uh, I don't have any contacts or anything. No. I've got a locksmith as a contact. <laughs> just I am, to... I'm well connected with Christian organizations and I do have a retainer uh, that is Sarah. Okay. Do you want to use some of your connections to try? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have, I'm sure you would have connected with the wealth that you have displayed. Uh, and your your Christian your Christian connections to sort of like a, the Christian community within uh, within the Phoenix Valley area. There's probably uh, there's probably newsletters, newspapers. There's probably social yeah, media groups. Yeah, I got an idea now that you mentioned it. Um, I, I am going to this might be too political for the channel. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm gonna uh, say that we start a rumor that uh, it. His medicine uses stem cell research, which means that uh, we cannot support it whatsoever uh, to try and get some activist groups going after him. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, because this is more, this is less about you hacking anything and more about just you sowing a rumor. Uh, and you're like crafting using, a message. Yeah. So I think this is probably something like manipulation or, you know, you know, maybe persuasion, like whatever sort of social skill you want to roll for this. Uh, if you want to try to like convince your like get the get the feelers out amongst your community to start kind of getting on on the social media posts, contacting some newspaper reporters, things like that. Uh, I would imagine would I be able a, to do charisma a, persuasion, or is that too much? Yeah, and I would also imagine a super church as large as yours, you probably have a PR department. <laughs> you probably have someone on public relations on staff. For sure. The, the fact that I'm an a vampire hunter at night probably means I do need PR at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you need damage control. Okay. So charisma persuasion's okay? I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh that is uh a crit. Uh that is three tens and two sevens. Three tens and so two sevens. Five okay. successes. One of them's a, two of them are crit. I don't know how that works. Okay. How seven count. in total. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seven. So, because you get the two successes for a crit, and then you get two additional on top of it. So I think I think a crit is like if, a crit is four total. Yeah, a crit is total four. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So you reach out. You get your pub. You get your PR staff. Maybe it's the same woman who watched uh, Alvin throw a uh, uh, throw a potted plant over her shoulder. Um, 
you you kind of get her to she reaches out to some of her, of her people. She kind of gives you you know crinkles her forehead. She's confused like this is not something that's been on the radar of the church at all recently. And so this is kind of coming pretty quickly. You are acting a little strangely. You have a wound on your neck, and you have some strange people around. Uh, but nonetheless, she does what you say, uh, and she reaches out. And within the hour, uh, you can see that trending across, uh, you know, Phoenix. Uh, and you can see popping up on some of the local news reporters' feeds. Uh, and you can see also there's kind of calls being sort of thrown around here and there. You can see her at work in her in her, her, her room, her office. Uh, but you, you do see that there's like this mini little kind of conspiracy thing that's coming up. But mainly it's coming from the perspective of, is this going to like torpedo this Pavexa deal? Like, is this another thing? If like, like Valley's largest super church is anti, you know, anti Pavexa, like that kind of thing is, is kind of popping up uh, and following you like a flock, you know, there, you could see people are kind of hitting, you know, responding on these Twitter posts, these Facebook posts, things like that. So it doesn't, ha- it doesn't take too long. Um, but relative to, you know, a couple hours worth of time, and then once you get into like the six o'clock hour, the evening news, local news pops up. Maybe not that it's maybe not the top story, but it's maybe like the you know the B block or something like that. You see the things popping up. You see Pavex's people are putting out like statements, and it's kind of getting all very kind of corporate uh, as there's a lot of kind of tossing back and forth. Uh, and there definitely seems to be a lot of concern uh, about the how how successful this uh, this plant is going to be, and whether or not. Like Pavexa is just like gonna shrug and be done with it. So, while this is happening, because this is all kind of ha- once you give the order, this is all happening without you guys having to actively do anything. Mm-hmm. What are you all doing? And we'll say at this point, Linda, you can say you you, you catch up if you want. Cool. Once I'm back and they catch me up with it, um, I have a free specialty in architecture. Um, I would like to do like a role in the building. Okay. Steve, sure. uh, about like entrances, exits, uh, etc. Firewalls, okay. blueprints, kind of thing. Okay. Uh, go ahead and let's roll. Do you have a? Is it an edge? Do you have? Does it define your pool for you? Um, it says uh, academics. Oh, it's just it's just your it's a specialty. It's just so a meaning free you get the specialty. bonus die. Yeah. So yeah. intelligence, academics, and you would get a bonus die because of your your specialty. successes yeah that's that's plenty fine uh i would say yeah you're you're very easily able to get basic blueprints that have been filed with the city uh so and not only do you have it but like the building itself is a modern uh modern building is actually a a very large project that's been worked on over the past several years in downtown phoenix it was a kind of a huge boon uh for a lot of construction companies uh, Maria, you might have even heard about it at some point through, you know, various plumbing construction connections and things like that. Um, but from what you are able to glean, and we'll just say you have, first of all, you have a copy of the plan. So like if we can refer back to that as a resource later, if, you know, when the time comes, when it's necessary. Uh, but the basics are, it's sort of a, a half and half. Uh, the top half is residential properties. The, the bottom half is, is commercial pro- or commercial 
properties, uh, you can see most of what you're finding as you're going through is accounting, investment, medical sales, and legal firms. Like that's what we're seeing in, in those opening opening floors. The uh, there appears to be like there is on there's there's round the clock security. There's 24 hour security, seven days a week. That's as you're digging into this lockroom controls names pops up and they do 24 hour secure uh, security of the premises uh you you see that the the price for the penthouses and some of the suites is extraordinarily high uh, it's a very prime real estate uh and it is again a major modern building uh there are a few different exits that you can or entrances as you can tell but there is sort of the main entrance like for the commercial side of things but then there is sort of a another entrance that's kind of off to the side for residential that usually either comes from like this underground parking garage um so you do have an idea of a couple different ways in and then there's a few different elevators that pop up there's the sort of some that go up halfway that are just going through the commercial floors there's one that goes all the way to the top for the residential floors there's also uh, utility elevators and things like that so I would say you have a, a, a fairly good idea of how to navigate, you know, the, the building itself. Navigating the security is a different story, but navigating the building, you shouldn't have too much difficulty. Uh, Jeff, and I, I don't know that this will apply, and it it, it might not, um, but I do have a, a three-pip locksmith. Um, I don't know if I might be able to do something with that just to see, like, if if we can say he's a locksmith, like not necessarily just a like, you know, change the key to your house kind of a thing. But if he's got three pips, does that maybe high or low? Uh low. I rolled a three, so that's good. Uh not only do you know this person, uh you can introduce them in a second, uh, but they actually their their company, that whatever firm they work for, they actually were part they they worked on this contract. They so when this when this place is being built in, on most of the the sort of the residential areas where they were kind of inputting like the basic locks of the building, like his firm worked on it. Maybe he, he hasn't obviously put in every single lock, but his firm did, and he probably did some as well. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so I will make a phone call. Um, Uh, Lucas, long time. Maria, yeah, well, what's going on? I haven't heard from you. What's happening? Uh, yeah, gosh. Um, I know it's been a couple months. I uh, hope everything's been going okay with you. I've been, been busy, keeping busy. Yeah, but business is good. Yeah, I got a couple contracts we're working through. You know, you know the deal. It's, it's plenty of places to... Plenty of places to work. That's a good thing, you know? The trade's out here. And we're childhood friends, so I'll do, you know, kind of a quick update mm -hmm. on, you know, like how, you know, aunt and uncle are doing, sure. know, how's folks doing. And uh, and so as you're saying that, and he's like, yeah, how's your sister doing? I was, uh, we had plans. Uh, we were going to hang out, actually, uh, yesterday, last night. We were going out to dinner, and then she kind of cancels at the last minute. I thought you guys were uh, you you haven't you done this before? Isn't it always a bad idea for you? She's just listen, you know, 
it's love, right? You know, you always there's always another try, right? Yeah, it's, it's, she's different now, but I, I I don't know. She just I she know, just kind of blew me off. She's my sister, but I Evie, she stood please, me up. You Lucas, you wait what? <laughs> yeah, she stood me up. She never uh, stand, stands me up. What do you, what do you mean? No, if she makes a plan, she sticks to the plan. Well, no, I mean, she's canceled on me plenty of times, but she usually at least sends me a text or something like that or a phone call, you know. Well, I mean, if you guys are just getting back together, Locked she'll keep you for a while. Too, you know? Maybe a couple months from now. But so last night. Yeah, you, she you just. Guys, uh, yeah, we had a. Yeah, we were going to we were going to get some dinner. What? You know, did get she some drinks, talk about the old times, have a few laughs, you know, this sort of thing. I, I know. He, so when was the last time? Yeah, I haven't talked to her. I think it was maybe a week ago. I called her about some stuff. When did you guys make the plans? Uh, a couple of days ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, beginning of the week. You know, we ran into each other. Yeah, we downtown. Yeah. I had jury so, duty. She was coming out of her offices, you know. Uh, well, that. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm I'm in the middle of something. Um, uh, you uh, did I remember right? You had that big job a few years back. That uh, that you know East that Tower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Central yeah, Station. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good. That was a good year. That, that was a good year. You know, we were on that year too. That was an on year with Evie. Yeah, a lot of fun. Well, I, before she um, got that, you know that that fancy uh, that fancy accounting gig. Yeah, she's uh, oh, she's too good uh, for me apparently. Superficial that one, but uh, you had a good gig that year. You know she likes that. Uh, can can you? Uh, she likes uh, money. Is what she likes. She likes she the does. money. You know. Yes, yes, she does. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, that job, any, uh, you know, I, I used to do this more than you do now, and maybe you didn't do this, but I know sometimes you kind of did a little, uh, oh, yeah, you know, big backdoor money. or something. Big money in that place. I, I mean, top of the line, everything, like everything we were doing, you name it. We, we were putting out, we were putting in lock, you know, we were putting in product that, that hadn't even reached industrial shelves yet it hasn't even come out yet you know nowadays it's a couple of years later it's pretty top of the line stuff but but yeah i mean we were i mean we had to do extra training uh, we had to it was all hush hush we had to sign nda so i can't you know i'll tell you you ain't gonna tell anybody you know well a whole a whole thing yeah any uh now that it's a couple of years old any vulnerabilities what are we talking about? What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you looking for vulnerabilities? Are you? What are you going to rob someone now? What's going well, on? so call me up out of the blue. I expect you hear from one sister. I hear from the other, and I, well, I try to break into a building. What's going on? Well, um, you know how when you know we've worked together a few times over the years, and I always tell you, you know, all, you know take you out for drinks just don't ask questions about why i need your expertise yeah, yeah, few yeah. times this is one of those all times. right all right i mean yeah i mean there's you know there's a few things here and there i mean there's 
and the systems themselves, like everything's kind of, you know, every lock itself is more complicated than I've ever seen. Like, you know, uh, security is apparently a big thing. You know, they've got, they had some, they had some guys with us, these Oh, it was like paramilitary guys. It was crazy. Like they were like over. They were right there in the hall. Like we were. They were watching us like hawks when we were installing every single. This is back when, you know, every, we weren't even done yet. The carpet hadn't even been laid, and he's still staring at us, watching us. Locker and room, right? The name locker room. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds like it. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That's right. Because I made a joke. Locker room locks, and yeah. I, I, it was very funny. Uh, but none of them today. laughed, and yeah. uh, you could tell. That they probably not the type. No, I would have laughed enough. if I was there. Uh, but I'll say like this conversation goes on, uh, and he'll give you some sort of some some basic tips if you're looking for ways of like bypassing uh, their their basic security entry. Uh, I mean, there's ideally you're using you know some sort of you know, high end card, uh, but there are ways to sort of kind of mess around with the input screen, and if you kind of like. You kind of punch it at a specific corner a certain amount of times. It'll kind of reset to sort of a BIOS screen. And you can kind of get into that and possibly, you know, he doesn't know if the codes are still new, you know, if they're still, if they, how often they update them or whatever. But, like, he can give you some ideas and you might be able to bypass them that way. Lucas, you are a lifesaver. I, I hate to, you know, just call you when I need something and then rush. But uh, I'm a little we concerned. Talking about That's all you do. I, yeah, that's true. Listen, whatever you got, that's fine. You owe me a favor. Just can you get Evie to give me a call? You know, we're getting older, you know, come on. on. I feel like her standards have to have gone down. (laughs) Now that the the more money she makes, the higher they go. Yeah, but she's still single. So, you know, the longer I'm playing the long game here, you know? (laughs) Well, you know, uh, I got to go, Lucas. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, buddy. Okay. So Maria's gonna. Uh, so my sister's missing. Alvin. Everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. What's wrong? You saw. She's saying you should probably call your wife. Make sure that she's not missing. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. I'll just shoot Alvin, a message. You pull out your phone. You have 17 missed calls from your wife. Let me check up on this. A variety of text messages. Call me now. Yeah, like all caps, emergency, no. 911, et cetera, et cetera, that kind of thing. No, not, oh, the, not the wife that's missing. <laughs> See if I can connect there. It's the cat. <laughs> <laughs> the you're, you're, It gets through and you find like, Right, the, the the first ring doesn't even finish before the phone is answered, and you hear the sound of your very pissed off and frantic wife. Where have you been? I've been trying to reach you all day. I've been the, the library. I got. Distracted. I don't care. Celie's missing. She never came home from school. From school, the bus didn't drop her off. The bus dropped the. She didn't come home from school. She was in her classes, and then she never came home. Ah. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll Did she call friend. you at least? No, I didn't see anything. I'll call some of her friends, her friends' family. I've friends. already done that. I've been doing that for hours while you've been at the library. Uh, all right. I'll go find her. 
<laughs> you'll go find her. You're gonna just go magically go find her. You're just gonna mad my judo mat. This isn't a movie. You're not John Wick. Okay, that's not how this works. I've already called the cops. I need you home. I'll be right there. Got him. <laughs> Just removed one of your chess pieces and he will not be with you. Okay. I was waiting for the, he says that, and then he turns around and exactly. he keeps working. Okay. <laughs> Opens up a new Chrome browser. <laughs> Divorce. How to find missing daughter. <laughs> Which Judo move will lead me to my daughter? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. What do you all want to do? This is bad news, guys. I think uh, I think we got to hit. We got to hit this building. We got to use Linda. the information that Maria's friend gave us. And we got to find your families. Linda. All that fertilizer the church has been buying, it's being put to good use, right? I mean, I made holy bombs. Did you want something different? I want everything. Okay. Uh, I It says I can only do one um, type of bomb. <laughs> All right, so the church is going to buy some bombs from Amazon. <laughs> Same day shipping. It is. It is Phoenix. We do have a warehouse right there, and we, we can do. get it pretty fast. <laughs> I don't know if Amazon sells bombs, uh, but uh, I'm going to say probably not. At least not like the kind you probably want. Since it's the end, could I roll again? Uh, it's if the same the day, though. Oh, that's true. Um, I mean, you can. You can. I'll tell you this. You can take whatever bombs you want. I don't care which one, whether it's holy water bombs or some other bombs. But you know, we'll, we'll adhere to the we're adhere to the rules, like one type. Okay. But got it. You know. Yeah, do whatever you want to, Ashley. I was just trying to get more. Okay. So we have something that explodes, right? Yes. Okay. We have multiples of something that explodes. Uh, we have demolition charges. Okay. Uh. We could we could arm up. We could take the freight elevator in the building, right on the top, get to the top floor, pry our way in, fight past security into the penthouse, and hope for the best. I don't think we're going to get eyes on your family. Otherwise, it's going to take time to figure out what's going on. There is another option. Not necessarily saying it's a good option, but... Uh... All of these things are being done to get our attention. They're being done to punish us. He did warn us. It, I don't think he wants our attention. I think he wants us to suffer. It could be that he's looking for us to do exactly what we're doing or make some sort of outreach Sort of that idea when you, you know, you do a kidnapping, you normally have a ransom or you're. But, but that's what I mean. I don't think he's doing this to draw us out. He already proved he can touch us wherever we're at. He's been in everybody's homes. I think he's doing this so that we suffer because we made him suffer. 
And I'll, I think if we don't move fast, there isn't going to be anything left of your daughter, your sister, your wife. That's why I don't have anybody. Because they can't take anybody else from me. But I'll do whatever you say, Maria. Whatever you say, but. No, rest is right here. We got arm up. Arise. Let us attack by night and destroy her palaces. Jeremiah 6, verse 5. So we get a montage scene of you all loading up your various vehicles with weapons, right? Guns, swords, knives, explosives, whatever it is. And we don't have to. Fists. What did you say? Fists. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just just replace the hands. (laughs) Harmonious fists. You're just like punching the wall. (laughs) The PR woman's just like shaking her head over your shoulder. So we see that. Okay. So you, so we'll say we don't have to, we don't have to itemize what you're getting, uh, but we say you're stocking up. So what's the plan? Like what's, and like, I don't need specifics, but like, just give me kind of a general idea of your approach here. Um, it is, it's a, it's a, it is, this is a, legitimate building i've you know made it fancier but this is a legitimate building downtown phoenix it's not like in the middle of nowhere um and it's it's well guarded 24 7 etc there's businesses there's other people living here etc it's bevexa owns td ddg owned i should say so like what's your approach here you do have you have the plans you have so you know how to you know how to you can navigate here that includes things like vent shafts and stuff like that right you do have some some intel on the uh, uh, on the, the 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 codes and how to how to kind of get in here, the security of it all. You do have a lot of that info there. So just do like we have? Are we able to pull up the any information on any actual resident in the building? Doesn't uh, have to be anybody we're looking for. Just anybody who actually lives in the building. Yeah, you can you can get a resident. Yeah, I'm, I would say probably that same article that Alvin found. Uh, there are other, there obviously are other people who live there. Um, so you would find someone, yeah, you would find a person by the name of, uh, uh, of, of Thomas, man, let me look at my notes. Thomas Landon. That's right. So we could, we could grab a moving van, you know, basically haul some furniture in a moving van with invoices in hide our gear in some furniture with an invoice to drop off furniture for Thomas Landon, go up to the freight elevator where they move the furniture up and down, load it up, take it as high as we can go, spoof the elevator, take it to the top, gear up, and assault from the top down. Little Trojan horse, I like it. I'm going to try. Yeah. Excellent plan, Rust. Rust wouldn't think of that, but I would. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Thinking back to our Delta Green game on Carflag. (laughs) Disposing of the body. Oh, my God. Uh, I was also thinking back to our Delta Green game of when we just blow up a building. I was thinking, like, why didn't we not have Aaron New York City? That didn't go well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It didn't go well for you guys. Okay. Uh, So, 
again, we don't we don't need to get bogged down uh, in it. So let's 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 treat this almost like a um, almost like a skill challenge. Like we'll do like kind of a series of rolls as to see you guys kind of progress into it, like a, like a little skill endeavor here. So there's a couple things that we we need to concern ourselves with. Like you're. I would say getting a rental truck is not a difficult task. There's no role necessary for that. So you can just get a rental truck, no problem. So I would say the this the, the first obstacle you're probably going to face is just kind of getting in there and sort of gift of gab talking to the sort of the front desk clerks, the people who who could have run the run the uh the sort of the residential side of thing and just convincing them because when you get there it's at night. The day has been slowly whittling away from you, and it's dark by the time you get there or near enough to it. And there is sort of a, a, a sort of a delivery window, and it's pretty standard stuff, like like a movement, like when you can move in and out. So you need to, so someone needs to sort of talk the person into kind of letting you do this at this time of night. I do have my uh, nonstop BS. Okay. So we'll say. You get your truck. This is this all. This all takes time. Like you, we do the montage. Obviously, someone goes and gets the truck. Someone gets the materials. Oh, this is all sort of montaged, right? And eventually, we pick up. We see sort of the truck pulls up. Uh, we're downtown Phoenix. We're just after kind of the the sort of the the rush hour of the day, uh, and you've got this big old truck moving around downtown Phoenix, and you find. There is sort of a truck entrance. There is sort of a so – like, that's fine. Like, you have no mm-hmm. issues moving that in there. You pop out. You head over into the, the sort of the, the residential lobby, which is a separate lobby from the commercial lobby. <laughs> you do see that there are – there is, like, a, a security guy sitting behind this rounded desk. Uh, he's got a – you know, he's got, like, monitors up, pretty standard stuff. You see there's other people who are coming and going. Some are returning from, you know, from, from their jobs. Others are going out for the night. Uh, you can see there's directions to various amenities and things like that, pools, gym, et cetera, et cetera. And you're you're coming in. I'm presuming you're all dressed in appropriate coveralls or something like that. Uh, yeah. So, Maria, uh, what do you say? You can do a roll. You can do it either or. You can say it and then roll it. You can roll it and say it, whatever you want to do. Um. So, basically, what I wanted to do is, um, so the nonstop BS works off of persuasion. Okay. Um, what I also wanted to try to do, because I do for my business, or Maria does for her business, she makes invoices. Okay. So I wanted to like spoof an invoice. Oh, okay. Um, so that would kind of preempt that, like if somebody, like I could do like a tech role to, tech? to see okay. like how good I can take one of my invoices that I'd make for my plumbing company and turn it into a delivery uh, invoice. Okay. Do you want to want to make it like a fine like a, do like a finance roll or something, or do you, or are you you leaning for tech? Because tech, I'm not sure. Like you're trying like I would say something like finance if you're trying to make it look like a proper a proper invoice. Sutterfuge if you're trying to make a forgery. Like I would say those sort of make a little bit more sense than tech. So like intelligence finance. Yeah, I would find that. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Running low on stuff if this doesn't work. Um, she went in hoping for per- persuasion and she walked out with intelligence. Well, this finance. is sort of pre, <laughs> like preempting because I figure yeah. like maybe this will help me with the persuasion. And I'm fine with if. Well, you're not going to do two different roles. We're not going to. Oh, okay. This is all going to be one big thing, right? So I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, I mean, persuasion composure composure is definitely my better way to go. 
And then maybe okay. that can just be a flavor for if I succeed. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We don't need that to works. do we don't need to break okay. it down to two rolls. Okay. Uh, all right, and I'll take one of the extras to help me out. And I get a crit, so seven successes. Okay. Look at you. Come in. Guy looks at you and he's just like, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, no, no. And he kind of like points up to this fancy looking, uh, like old fashioned clock, but like you can tell it's like kind of one of those bestoke kind of made to more look like something yeah. of a, of an older time. Um, he's like, no, 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 no. Come back tomorrow. Guy. I know. Come back I, tomorrow. I, look, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I, this was a, you know, this is kind of, you, you know how traffic is like there was an accident uh-huh uh-huh you, you know you know how you get stuck it just it happens sometimes but like look right here it has to be delivered today i don't, oh, I don't get it landon oh geez yeah he's gonna kind of he's like i kind of gets this grimace on his face his face just looks all contoured like oh you're late with this guy i'm surprised he didn't I, call down I, I, yeah I, trust me blowing my phone up uh all right. Hey, okay. All right. Listen, be, though. Be, I'll be in and out. 30 minutes. 10 minutes. 15. Mm. It'll be quick. Okay. Utility elevator. You, you just get out of the way of everybody. You know, don't let we get just just stay out of the way. We got yeah. some electricians coming down anyway. So, all right. Just make it make it fast. Make it fast. Okay. And I don't want to don't don't interact with anybody and blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind no, of thing. I, I got it. I got it. All right. Thanks, sir. Have a good night. So you're you guys said you had like a Trojan horse thing going on, right? So so what does that look like as we see like you all, I assume, entering the lobby with behind her or how how's this looking? Yes, I'm imagining that we're all wearing like leather cuirasses and have some shields and then we have a wooden <laughs> horse sculpture. <laughs> that is... uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Quixote. Go ahead with the real answer. <laughs> okay. Just saying we're 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 all dressed in the appropriate overalls. All of our weapons and explosives, et cetera, is hidden within the furniture that we're moving into the okay. utility. And then once we get in there, we okay. gear up, go through. And the Linda, this is the first time you've seen the Reverend without his clerical collar on. Wow. So some of you, uh, I would say we're getting near the end. I'm, we're going to cut off here in a sec. So I'll, I'm just going to give this to you. Some of you have fairly high awareness. You've encountered them before. Some of you, you see security around, like even the guy you mm -hmm. spoke to, like you, you're, you're kind there, there is a, a look to them, right? There is a uniform. Then there's the logo that pops up here and there too. Slightly different than what you've seen with like some of the secret military stuff. And certainly not the same when you saw the khaki wearing guys out by sunset trails, but you can see that familiar locker room logo popping up here and there like you're recognizing these folks you don't recognize individual faces and seemingly they don't recognize yours as they let you by you can you can hear that security guard having to field complaints immediately from some of the the residences like like this isn't the time for it come on this is this is way too henry come on now they're not supposed to be here and then you kind of hear that as you wheel and you find your way back to like this, this sort of uh, like the work you know the, the work elevator it's bigger mm -hmm. uh 
you can tell there's there's no of like there's no like mirrors or anything on the inside the way that like you know the fancier ones no marbling or whatever and you can even see that somebody has already put like like somebody has been using you did mention there's like electrician <laughs> somewhere or whatever already doing some work and so you can see it's like somewhat padded um you know he's the penthouse uh i would say you probably even were able to kind of get some sort of basic idea alvin when you were kind of going around and when you were looking linda at the at the schematics that kind of gives you an idea of like where the, there's a couple different penthouse suites that you could potentially go to. But I would say between the two of you, we can kind of triangulate it. Like the idea of like what the, what the view was from that balcony pick Alvin versus like what you know is kind of around. Like I would say you guys are smart enough to do this. So you head on up door, door comes open ding, and you see this, ridiculously elaborate landing area it's not doesn't go right into the home but it's just this massively elaborate landing area with all these beautiful almost like gresham type uh, like sculptures and like fluted columns and things like that this dome kind of ornate top letting the light in and you can see it's it's kind of like it's like a like an intersection that seated goes off into like sort of the different routes like the one penthouse to the north one to the east one to the south one to the west and so you, and it's quiet as can be, uh, you can definitely tell, like all of you can tell there were cameras in the elevator. There's cameras in the hallway. Like there's security everywhere. Like that's, it's like a, like a non-negotiable thing here. Um, but you, you kind of reach and look at the plans really quick, Linda. And then you, you take the route that goes over to Drebin's, Drebin's apartment. Um, we spike see, uh, bef- as we're leaving the elevator. I do spike the elevator door open in case we need to quickly run back. Yeah, that's not an issue at all. Uh, so you do, um, and you get up to the door, and it's that fancy lock that you've seen that 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 you were told about by Lucas oh. Maria. Uh, so I would want some kind oh. of roll, um, but with the knowledge that you have from Lucas, the difficulty of this is going to be much much lower um so anybody who wants to try to sort of this is this is this is like a tech thing as you're it's not so much a physical lock as it is a uh, a, a kind of a you're supposed to put like a uh, like a key card to it um but i would say if anybody wants to give me like a you guys want like me to tech. roll it what's your tech at a zero as is mine no tech <laughs> linda i think it's probably I have you two yeah uh, yeah, tech intelligence. Yeah, but with the difficult, but with all the information that you got from Lucas, it's two successes, straightforward. Oh, cool. Okay. Two successes. It's <laughs> exactly what you need. So you do that. Can you kind of tap on the upper corner? Boom, 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 boom. And eventually it kind of comes into this sort of like BIOS debug mode. Start kind of going You know, through. like the gamer code where it's like left, right, up, down, A, B, like that <laughs> nonsense. That's what it is. <laughs> and you manage to sort of like reset this lock and you hear like the sort of the mag locks kind of come, loo- come loose and you pull open the door. Now it's dark. No light whatsoever. You can immediately smell something a little off in here like something just the odor feels a little off uh i imagine do any of you like pop out flashlights but it's dark as can be 
like it like like it's not quite pitch black but the light coming from the hallway is kind of giving some illumination but you're in this this ornate foyer with like these be- this beautiful marble striations gorgeous got high end art on the wall um revenue probably feel at home uh, <laughs> i would hand out the uh headlamps uh the ones that have the straps and then uh, the flashlights they're hands free okay so you start moving in and Alvin, you kind of go and you take a turn down on those hallways and you almost trip over something in the ground. And when you're, and when you kind of look down the head, the headlight kind of shines down on the ground, you realize you were kind of weaving into the kitchen, this, this beautiful kitchen. And you see on the ground is a locker room agent, blood pool beneath him, you can see something horrific happened to his neck, like just wrenched through, like like the trachea just pulled out, basically. Uh, face pale, Af- it was African-American man, but like kind of this really light, desaturated skin, like just massive blood loss. Yeah, look alive, guys. Something's got a head start. Uh Kyoti will use his sense the unnatural to see if he can feel unnatural presences in the in the immediate vicinity. Okay, does that? It's a wits occult roll. Uh, yeah, go ahead he's and roll got the it. Yeah. he's got the precise um, edge to it or perk to it, so mm-hmm. he can determine not not very far, but within a in a fairly localized area. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll it. Uh, one, two, three successes out of six dice. Okay. Um, I'll say two, like you basically get kind of two pings come up your different parts. One of them is actually coming from the kitchen, uh, where Alvin is and you see another, you feel kind of another presence deeper somewhere in the, uh, in the apartment. When you, when you join, when you kind of like peer over Alvin's, Alvin's shoulder, you see the body on the ground, but you know, you don't, you're not really getting it from this, this body. Mm-hmm. You do notice that there's extraordinarily ornate kitchen. There's this beautiful, like, like this stain, stainless steel, enormous refrigerator that almost goes up to the ceiling. It's like enormous. But you also notice that there is this smaller, almost like, like, like a medical secure refrigerated cabinet, like sitting on the countertop. Uh, and it's the type of thing that 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 hospitals would sort of store various uh, you know various uh, doses in it's things that need to be refrigerated, and that's where you're getting that sort of feeling from. There's something in that in that small room. It's not natural. There's something in there that's wrong, and there's something else deeper in the apartment. I feel I feel the evil clawing at me. I'll give a countdown to before opening okay. to prepare themselves. It's small, so it's it's not particularly big. But when you open it up, it's vials. Vials of fluid. You see what looks like blood, other you know, other things that you're sort of indeterminate. Some of them are clear, some of them are a little cloudy. Um it also looks like there's some other like packets of things. A lot of it doesn't, none of it looks like, you know, over the counter. 
but you're seeing all these strange substances and this and rust uh, unmistakably like there's some like it, this this stuff is giving off these vibes right Elvin, this 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 isn't human this whatever's in these vials it's it's not natural i'll take it back we'll look at it later Whatever's in these vials isn't going to be the thing that kills us. So let's find that other thing that you noticed in here. It's deeper in the apartment, Maria, somewhere. Wise words, Maria. Do you think they put this shit in the dust? Almost sure of it. See that you are not alarmed for this must take place, but the end is not yet. Matthew 24, verse 8. And as he, as you say that, Refn, right as you get through 28, your foot slips on the marble tile as you nearly fall. And you look down, you're a little further in, and there's another body on the ground, another locker room agent, and another massive pool of blood and some horrible trauma to the dude's neck. They're devouring their own. Uh, I worry that they're not devouring their own, but that they're newborns. You guys start to fan out, find the balcony that you saw in the picture, you find this master bedroom, you find this living area. It's just a wonderful place. Like, it's absolutely wonderful. But there is blood everywhere. Like, it's just smeared in viscera and just, it's something horrible happened. And you count, there are three bodies in total scattered about. Maria's going to look over to, to... Rust and just say, I wasn't expecting it to be this easy. This is not. I think this is this is just the beginning, Maria. Something's gone wrong here. Drebin did not plan for this. Right as you say that, the lights kind of flicker on, and you hear the sound of like an electronic door open. And inside the master bedroom, you watch as one of the doors, which looked like just this ornate paneling, slides open like a panic room door. And you see standing in the frame of the door, a very distressed, very distraught, very afraid looking Wendell Drebin. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. We'll pick up on the finale next time. Where's my wife, you bastard? <laughs> with her, with my her wife. side guy. <laughs> she's on oh. the helicopter. Jeff, you are too good at this for your own good. Is this so, going to take a turn now? Do you want to know the question I wrote down, Stephen? Yeah, what's the question? Is Cliff working for Lockroom? Question mark. Oh. 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 So you better hope you don't get any bad rolls next time or someone oh, doesn't give me a complication. So we'll see. Oh, okay. Man. So the next time, it's going to be the finale. It'll be the end. That'll be it. Answers oh. coming. Wendell oh, Dredd. The post penultimate. <laughs> no. No. I don't think that's right. I don't, don't think that's how that works. Uh, all right. Uh, not so why don't I we. thought we were going to find when we surprise. got up there. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> 
Uh, so there are like there are little twists and turns. You guys got a lot right. There's got a lot of little things here and there. Uh, why don't we do some closing plugs and we'll go ahead and, and get a raid on going. So Aaron, tell us what you've been doing over on Garblag. I see on Garblag on Tuesdays at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, you can catch Millie the GM running some Coriolis. On Wednesdays at the same time, next week will be the second episode of our new Traveler campaign where we are exploring the Pirates of Drenax campaign. And thanks to Mongoose Publishing, they've actually given us some things to give away. And next Wednesday, we will be giving away a hard copy of the core book, core rulebook, the 2022 edition. Then on Thursday, Pete is going to be back at the same time with episode two of season two of Fractured Empires, the Star Wars campaign. And Thursday night, I believe, we'll be back with uh, Octum Cthulhu, Shadows of Atlantis, or perhaps a Conan one-shot, one of the two. But we'll be back. I think think 19th, we're back. I think we're back. I think we're back, back for Shadows of Atlantis. I, I agree. <laughs> I concur. That's where I think we're doing. Uh, Steven, you've got something coming up on the channel. Hey, yes, on, I man? do. On the 17th, that is Tuesday, uh, I will be here at Lollygaggers with, uh, I don't know which direction they are, but Jeff, Aaron, Melissa, plus someone new to the channel. Uh, we are going to be doing a session zero of Forbidden Lands It'll be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to build characters. We're going through life paths. Uh, we're going to... Uh, I just completely went blank there. It's going to be great. And <laughs> life paths are cool. <laughs> we'll be coming back for session one uh, two weeks after that, and then it'll be a weekly campaign. In session one, we'll be doing a giveaway. That's uh, so that's exciting, too. Uh, we're going to be giving wow. out some gold. So, yeah, that'll, right. that'll be a lot of fun. I thought we were going out a helicopter. Whatever the long gagger budget is, I'll I'll go to the top. You have a budget? (laughs) Uh, So let's see what else we got going on. Uh, Next game's tomorrow. So we'll be here tomorrow doing one ring like normal. So come check that out. Uh, then on Monday, we'll be back to Holler for Savage Worlds. Very excited because I finally got my physical copies. I got my, 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 my big old box set. So many goodies in it. So we'll be back to that. Uh, as Steven said, Tuesday, we'll be doing some Forbidden Lands. And then next Friday, because we're preparing not one, but two games next week. And not only just one, but two, but two freely games next week. Is next Friday, we are playing some Blade Runner. As we are going to to give Blade Runner a go, uh, very excited to give this a try. I'll be running that, uh, and uh, you'll see. I think everyone here, but Aaron is. We're switching out Aaron for Derek. Uh, Derek's coming back. If you remember him, he's the guy who you got. I'm very proud of you guys for going up an elevator without shitting in the corner of it. Uh, <laughs> that's because Derek is in the game. That's why. Because uh, that's what happens when you guys get in elevators. But we'll be back for that. Uh, and then in two weeks, we'll be back for the finale of Hunter the Reckoning into the, uh, was it your city lies in dust? That's what we're doing. Uh, so we'll be back for the finale for that. You can find out some answers. What's going on? What's been happening? Where is, uh, where is Long's daughter? She was kidnapped by Reverend Wood's wife. I don't know. We're going <laughs> to create a thing. Uh, but yeah, come back. You'll get some answers. It'll be fun. Uh, so for now, we're going to go ahead and raid our buddies over at Defenders of Cobalt who are playing some Mecha Hack tonight. So uh, follow the raid, say hi to them, uh, watch their watch their game, follow them, follow us. And we'll catch you all later. Have a good rest of your weekend. 
and come back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.